Hey everyone, uh, this is Sean Hayes, player of Insularanel, or Lily Searden, on 8-Bit Adventures Plays Dark Matter. Just want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And that's it. Hope you enjoy the show. everyone <laughs> to 8-bit adventures plays dark matter i'm your galaxy master matthew tucker and i shall be continuing our ongoing adventures of the crew of the ship that they have not yet found <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound ominous <laughs> so quick recap of the information regarding the game in case you are just joining us uh, I am in an unusual place. I'm sitting here in the uh, center seat for this uh, sort of shorter uh, campaign-ish session uh, to give our regular dungeon master, Sean Hayes, a break, allow his brain to uh, regenerate a little bit and come <laughs> up with some new exciting stories for Tales of Jamara. Rocks fall, everyone dies. Great. Dun, dun, dun. Come on! In the meantime, we are going to be playing uh, Dark Matter, a setting that was created by Mage Hand Press. Uh, you can find more about the Dark Matter setting at magehandpress.com, conveniently enough. So, we are down a person, which happens. It is to... right after the holidays, you know, we're in that weird stretch between... Christmas and New Year's, where, what day is it? What time is it? Where, where am I? I don't know where I am. Oh, wait, I'm in the studio. I'm doing a show. Focus! Roll perception. <laughs> <laughs> one. It's always a one right now. <laughs> so, to the Galaxy Masters left, rocking the gnomish artificer named Cornflakes, it's Courtney Bowling. Hey, everybody. To her left is Lily. What? Why are you pointing? No, I'm pointing down to Sean. Oh, right. Yes. You're yes. paying attention to the screen. I'm paying attention to the screen. I have to pay attention to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> to Courtney's left, played by Sean Hayes, it's Lily the Elven Artificer. We yeah. rock the party that rocks the pinata. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> For this is the way. To Sean's left, playing Autumn the Sorcerer. Human Sorcerer? Half-Elf Sorcerer. Half-Elf Half Sorcerer. I'll get them eventually. It's still new, people! <laughs> Hi, this is the Elf Table. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help. Right, the only human is... That will help. Not here. Not here. Not here. We're humanless tonight. It's cookies tonight. That's right. They're, they're We're cookies. also dudeless tonight. Yeah! That's interesting. That's true. 
Uh, anyway, it's Chad Tarvis. So where we left off... <laughs> Cornflakes is dying. Yeah. Rob robot's been exploded. <laughs> A door yeah. has been breached. Cornflakes dying. Spiderbots are, are incoming. And everything is horrible. <laughs> And we have no idea where Jacko is. <laughs> Just disappeared, you know. These things happen. So, Autumn and Jacko split up to search other parts of the ship while uh, Cornflakes and Lily were headed to try and get access to the room that is supposed to have the lift in it. <clears throat> they opened up the door... And on the other side of the door were mechanical spiders. Yeah, no. The mechanical spiders go splody. I didn't even have to come up with that fact about the monster. <laughs> it's, it's true. That's an actual fact about the splody drowns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Cornflakes is down. Hearing the commotion, Autumn has come running. And is down the hall. For the sake of simplicity, we'll come out of initiative. Okay. Um, Cornflakes is down. Lily and Autumn, what's your pleasure? So, if I remember right, the door is open. The door was open. They reclosed the door. Oh, that's right. Yes, I, I did that instead of casting Cure Wounds. Right. Which I will do now. Thank you! <laughs> Thank you! Is there any spiders in the hallway? No. Okay. So, the oh. last one got blown back into the other room. Cool. Alright, guys. So, are, is, am I right? Are you guys dealing with spiders? <clears throat> um, we were dealing with spiders. <laughs> How much did I get back? A grand total of eight. Cool. Meat points. Cool. And they're they're behind that door, right? Yes. I would very much suggest that we do not go back into that room. No, 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 not doing it. No. Well, what? not. But what if we open that door? I use my fireball spell and incinerate all. I mean, so that's the problem is they explode. I, that's what I tried to do. Right. So <laughs> we would have explosions upon explosions. That is why she that's, was that's why bleeding I was, out. Yeah. So that's what I tried to do. I agree with keeping the door closed. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do we think we might have a minute? I think the door is, is pretty securely shut. <clears throat> For, from what we can tell. Yeah. Okay. There's no indication Cause, cause that... Because the spiders that... weren't opening the door. Correct. That was, that was us. That was totally... You... That was totally me oh, on the back I'm sorry. of... Not a minute. Much much faster than that. Uh, so, um, Cornflakes, you are, you are all set? Better. I, I'm, I'm quite sorry that you were caught in several explosions. I'm sorry about, about your, your, your... That I was riding. They were pretty uh, fun. Yes, so uh, let's take care of that as well. That was um, fun And I'm going to pull out my... Uh, toolkit. And I'm going to start assembling the pieces and they start coalescing together with uh, magical tinkering. 
and uh, I will expend a spell slot to revive my steel defender. Very good. <laughs> Can I get back on top of him? Make it go restored. Uh, so yeah. Um, I just have to check how many hit points it comes back with. <laughs> it's an important detail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm inclined to... I, I believe it comes back at full hit points, but that seems okay. really good. Yeah, that does seem really good. <laughs> so, uh, but... I mean, you're not in combat, so it's less really good, but it is still really good. I had a notebook. I don't know where it went. Um, so, you guys can continue while I'm yes. looking this up. So, should we just make our way down the hallway? Should we just keep going on? Now, um... Well, this hallway ended in this door. Yeah, this is Correct. where this gotcha. hallway So we would have to ended. go back the way so we'd we have to, we'd have to double back. Um, I... Knowing that this room is all just spiders, um, explodey spiders, I am definitely not opposed to doubling back and seeing if we can find a different way... Because bloody spiders are no, I don't like spiders anyway, and and bloody spiders just no. <laughs> so I'm I am I am of the opinion that we should double back. I think that's sensible enough. Um, so for the ruling, uh, it does come back with full hit points. It takes a minute for it to sort of reconstitute itself. Okay. So it, it only costs me an action to do it, but then okay. it, it takes it, a minute. It has a one minute startup sequence. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That works. <clears throat> so at this point, your options are go back through the door, double back, and take the path not taken, which is going to potentially lead you to another way around the ship, uh, or there's the crawl spaces. I mean, I'm not, I, I, crawl spaces. Which are relatively accessible throughout the various sections of the hallway. Mm. Are the crawl spaces still... So I'm assuming these are like vents and stuff? Think more is like... Is Die Hard? <laughs> no. Um, like no, Jeffrey's no. Tubes. Yeah, th this is more like Star Trek. Jeffrey's Tube, like re crawling repair ways. Cool, gotcha. So not, you know, the ubiquitous air vents that you see in all sorts of movies, but also not something you can walk through. They can speak for themselves. <laughs> I'm three foot six. I might just have you to crouch. You might have to crouch. Yeah, you might have to crouch a little bit. But <laughs> Press B to crouch. They're, they're not air vents. They're uh, um, sort of maintenance ship that are designed to have people crawl through. Crawl through them. Cool. So these air are, vents are intentional <laughs> crawl spaces. Yes. These are yes. intentional crawl spaces. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm all for taking the crawl spaces, guys. If mean uh, well I, I that certainly looks like it's uh, two votes against one where is uh, Yako um, he said that he had some unfinished business to take care of oh 
Um, Could he have unfinished to do whatever? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to, well, we can certainly use this as, uh, if he encounters anything, as a distraction to pull forces away from wherever we're going toward him. Yeah. Um, he can certainly take care of himself, I'm sure. Yeah, he's a big guy. He'll probably enjoy it if I know him well enough. Uh, I'm sure he will. He's a big guy. I'm not too, too, too worried about him. So, uh, I guess, <coughs> I guess we are going to the crawl space. Let's, oh, can, can, what's, what's his name? Uh, Igobot. Igobot? Yes. Can, can Igobot fit? Um, I mean, he's medium size. Yes. And okay. it, it's sort of like a, he, he'd have to like flex down or. They, an actual creature of this type would have a hard time. The robot version, probably less so. We, we also have Cornship, uh, my fox familiar, who you know, if Cornship gets hurt, he just disappears. For oh, a while. can Cornship sc- scout ahead and like kind of figure out like, oh well, like if we come up to like can go left and right and like. Can can you talk with corn chips? I can. All right, corn chip. We have a job for you. I need you to go through this vent, and I need you to make sure that we are not going to be in danger. In which ways to go? And which room exactly are we going to again, guys? Just so corn chip knows. We needed to get to the elevator, right? Yes. We're going. All right. So your job, corn chip, is to find an elevator. Do you think you can do that? All right, corn chip is in. I'm in love with this. This is gorgeous. I'm so, so happy right now. <laughs> your, your fox familiar dutifully uh, and without any problem because it's quite a bit larger than needs be uh, heads into the crawl space. Remind me as to familiar rules. So, um, if it's within... A hundred feet? Um, I believe it's within a hundred feet. You can see through its eyes and hear through its ears. Okay. But then you are blinded and deafened to your own right. senses. You can uh, oh, oh so, 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 for Courtney's action. brain to be able to figure this out, Cornship is... Um, oh my god. Words. Caleb's. Frumpkin? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yes, if it's within 100 feet, you can communicate telepathically as an action, see through its eyes and ears. I lose all my senses. Uh, you also gain the benefits of any special senses that it has. So, like, right. if it has, like, dark right. vision and you don't. Um, as an action, you can dismiss your familiar into a pocket dimension. Um, I can communicate with it telepathically. Mm-hmm. So are you choosing to ride your familiar as the familiar travels the path, or are you going to wait for it to come back? I am going to ride with my familiar. Okay. <clears throat> Cornship goes through the crawlway and it is straight and relatively nondescript. There are several corners that are sort of 45 degree 
angles along the path along the internal of the ship. Eventually, it comes to a small door. All right, Cornship. What are you? What are you seeing? I see a door. It, there's a panel to the right of me. What what description does the panel have, Cornship? It looks like an access panel. Hmm. All right. Do you see any enemies or anything in the near that door? Do you hear any weird things? Sense any weird things? No, nothing. Okay. Why don't you come back and I'm going to let the others know, all right? You feel the affirmative and Crunchip begins to head back your way. All right, guys. There's an access panel over there and there's some weird door thing going on. Crunchip's on its way back. Doesn't seem to be any enemies. Seems like we're completely free. Um, So I think we're safe to just go. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, use um, my second use of magical tinkering um, to uh, take one of the like panels that are left over from one of the spider bots and again put it up next to the crawl space and uh, just uh, basically put a message on it that says like we went this way uh, uh, Yakko, or Yakko. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yakko and an arrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, once the corn chip gets back, do you guys want to have corn chip lead and we'll go behind just in case something changes along the way? Yeah. Was the path relatively straight? Uh, there was some four to five degree angles to it, but mostly pretty straight. But there were no, were no forks or intersections or anything? No. I, I, I mean, why don't know we if just that's go, really necessary. Why don't we just go meet him if, if, you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, meet him halfway and, and then have them lead, them lead us the rest of the way. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I yep. think uh, Igobot and I will bring up the rear. Okay. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll take the lead. Okay. I'll go, I'll go right behind you, Autumn. All righty. You make your way through the crawl space. It's, I mean, it's not claustrophobic as crawl spaces go. There's room for the tallish people along your shoulders and head. You're not bumping into anything as long as you're crawling. You need to crouch. It's kind of like going through caves. Yeah. That are like, they're they're like five... five foot, like five foot one, so I just gotta like go like that when I'm going down through caves. Oh, this is like that puzzle room in Albany. Yes. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Where I was able to crab walk through the <laughs> through the corridor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you arrive at the door. Mm-hmm. It, it's as described, it's a and as you saw, it's a. It is a smaller version of the hatch from the outer hallway. There's a, a key panel on the right side. Should we? Does now does this key panel open 
do we know if this key panel is to this door? Presumably. Okay. Uh, can I roll an investigation to see if we find anything wrong in this area? Hashtag overthinking it. <laughs> I'm like, I wanna, we, we I, I wanna just go up and start pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should just try the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is just like, like just go up and just start pushing buttons. Because I mean, the whole thing is like this, this, this hallway and stuff. It shouldn't. There shouldn't be any tricks in here because the whole point of this is so that people who are on this ship to begin with, like, they wouldn't have wanted, like, the, the mechanics and the engineers and stuff. Like, they'd want to be able to just, like, get through to where they have to go. So, like, there's no point for them to have blocked this off or done something to make their lives harder. We and, and like we discussed with uh, the larger version whenever there's any sort of catastrophic crisis there are doors that shut down just all of them shut yeah whether it's necessary or not right the indicator is that there's not an issue with what's on the other side of this door yeah i the the doors are all relatively clearly marked as to whether or not they're locked mm-hmm. whether or not there's atmosphere on the other side Is there any insignia or markings on the door that would signify where it leads to? There is deck and section identifier information, which is consistent with what you know from where you docked and connected the umbilicus. I'm like, I'm like waiting for a dumbwaiter to show up so I can just get in that thing and just <laughs> go on down. This is the future. There are no dumbwaiters. <laughs> There's only smart waiters. <laughs> I was waiting for oh. it. I was waiting oh. for it. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite inspiration worthy, but close. Oh. Oh. Close. <laughs> So you just have to make more dad puns. From the creators of the smart code phone comes the smart waiter. <laughs> but, yeah, I say let's let's like push start pushing some buttons, seeing if if we can get the door open. Okay. Uh, the door takes a moment to sort of process and cycle, and then, without too much process, opens up into sort of an antechamber. Um, you can stand up in this room. It's approximately 10 foot square. Um, there is a hatch on the floor and then there is sort of a half ladder with a hatch on the ceiling. Okay, there. are we talking like a half ladder? Like it's just like the rungs and half of them? <laughs> or half of the length? <laughs> it, it doesn't go from floor to ceiling. Okay. Sorry, I was thinking like you cut a ladder in half. No, not not <laughs> vertically, horizontally. It's a horizontal half ladder. Okay. So that you could start climbing but be kind of like kind of like an escape kind of like a, a the uh 
fire escapes in like uh, Manhattan apartments and stuff that right. starts like six, four feet, five feet, six feet, seven feet up. Right. I realized four feet was really little. <laughs> so it's the top half, not the bottom half. That's there. Correct. Gotcha. The room is hexagonal. You've entered in through one of the edges. In front of you was a wall. And then two, two of the hex sides are similar doors. Okay. Uh, there are circuitry access points on the walls. There are some uh, arcane panels or on arcane consoles that you can access for information if you're interested. Um, they're probably mostly going to provide you intership information. Um, perhaps more detailed than what you saw in the room. Perhaps not. I think at the very least to try and see where precisely we are. Yeah, and I need a to determine map if there's to a, say, like, you are here. Yes, if there's a direct route to the cargo bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's where we need to get, so... Correct. Um, or if perhaps there's any signatures of these artifacts that we mm-hmm. found in the, in the manifest. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll access one of the, uh, one of the consoles. Okay. Um, roll me your data. Hey. I'm going to use... My new ranger die. Woo! Uh, 19. <clears throat> Without any problems, you access um, the accessible common ship maintenance databases in order to um, get a map of the ship. The <laughs> map acquired. <laughs> the ship being a it's a light cruiser, but it's still a cruiser, so it is large. Uh, it is approximately 16 decks in size. There are clear and consistent notes of damage or other sensor errors for the front half of the ship. Uh, You know based on the external view that not the whole front half is damaged, Mm -hmm. um, but you're presuming that whatever's past that half that might not be damaged is Damaged physically is damaged through the arcane connection with the rest of the ship. Okay. It's possible there's no power to it. The reason that there is any ship left uh, is the dark matter drive is stable but offline. So, it was deactivated prior to the crash. Okay. Because, as you would know, the void crystals required to get the dark matter engine to do what it does are not entirely stable. And if taken out of containment, tend to go boom. Yep. Um, They were stabilized... 
it does not appear that you can access that part of the ship, however. You're getting data back from the reactor, which is roughly in the middle of the sh ship on this model, but yep. you cannot reach the reactor from here. Okay. Can't get there Be from here. Because <laughs> there's errors in information as far as that area of the ship. Yeah. Okay. So you're, there's... you're getting a report, but you can't... You're being told it's okay, but you can't see it. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. As far as um, a route to that main cargo bay that we were looking at. So that cargo access, you are roughly on trying to get my visual here. You are on deck seven. Okay. The cargo bay in question is towards the rear of the ship, taking up decks 13 through 16. Okay. With several areas that go a little bit higher up in. It's sort of a, a sloped space. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of engine area in that part of the ship for the impulse engines. Mm -hmm. So sort of the main area is those three decks, but it then extends up in. <clears throat> the route you could have taken on the lift looked like one of the more direct routes. It would have taken you to a connector on deck 16 that would have led you into one of the main entrances for the bay. Mm. From here, there are several damaged connections. There's sections that uh, have vented atmosphere. It's going to take you longer and it's going to require that you go up a couple decks. If you're using the crawl space network. This ship does appear to have onboard transporter systems. A shuttle system? No. No. So for Transporter. So for the sake of our viewers, uh in the in the dark matter universe, <coughs> they have Again, sort of thinking along the lines of magic as technology. They have developed a way of remotely creating teleportation circles and connecting permanent shipboard teleportation circles to the remote teleportation circles. Ships of certain sizes will sometimes have site-to-site transporters that utilize teleportation circles very much like regular old D&D. There are several transporters that are active. There is one a level up and a little ways over. Oh, okay. And there is a connector from there to the one of the accesses to the cargo bay. It looks like an upper okay. access. I think if we can access 
this uh, transporter room? Yeah. We can beam ourselves directly to the cargo bay. Mm -hmm. uh, and from there, we can investigate, see if we can find these artifacts there. At the very least, we can find interesting things. Well, because we're... Or profitable things. Yeah, because basically we're, we're looking for certain things, but anything else that we find, mm -hmm. we get to keep. Correct. So... Um, Follow-up question. Yes. Is there a direct route from the cargo bay back to our ship? <clears throat> there because if not is, I have an idea there is not a direct route okay. from the cargo bay back to your ship Okay. because I'm thinking if there's stuff that's uh, since judging by uh, our, our physiques I mean we're we strong be... independent women who don't need no man but we do need a little brawn. <laughs> we, we seem to have left uh, the one that we had tasked with carrying all of the heavy equipment with us. Uh, there, there is, a, as you have this conversation, a, and for the sake of the players, I'm going to say that this is not necessarily directly impacting you. I, I don't want you to think into it too much. But a distant alarm begins to sound. And there is a little bit of a shake and rumble of the ship. Oh, dude, I can actually hear it. This is great. <laughs> Damn it, Jaco. <laughs> no, no, and, this, is all, this is all part of the plan. <laughs> and, and you hear a rumble outside like outside 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 like, like in the... outer space you're presuming as such okay hmm. it, it's distant okay and it does not seem to be immediately affecting us. immediately affecting you um you are able to determine from the panel that you're looking at mm -hmm. that <clears throat> Reavers <laughs> Wait, no, I don't want to put that I, idea in I, his head I have a, I have a physics uh, 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 question <laughs> Yes Is How would we be able to tell if there was rumbling and shaking externally from the ship? So you don't oh, Okay there, there is rumbling and shaking to the exterior. Okay, to the, so, to the hall. Okay. So there, to the exterior hall. There's, there's hull noise. Okay, I'm having a moment of like, there's no yeah. Space. You, you don't hear something <laughs> out in space. Yeah, you hear something to the outer Affecting sections the of outs. the hall. Okay. okay, and a distant alarm sounding. Okay. Okay. Um. I think it's uh, go time, ladies. Yeah. Uh... Now, uh, here's what we can do is do we want to leave one person behind to activate the beaming systems uh, for beaming cargo and persons carrying cargo directly onto the ship? So I, I'm a little bit slower than you guys because that's why I like riding a go bot. 
Um, so, but I can stay behind if I can reach the. Can, can I reach the the panel <laughs> to to get us to? I if I can reach it, I can I can stay behind and get us so that we can. I can I can work the panel to to so that we can get back to the ship with maybe, the transport. Maybe if the ship built for humans, that doesn't mean. Yeah, so we'd have to. I'd have to. Yeah. At the very least, I'm sure we can find you a step stool. Or a crate, something. But you know. Could but be. is is that an option that we would like to pursue? I think. And we can discuss this on our way there because yeah, we have to head there anyway. Let's so. let's start heading there. Um, I think. Personally, I think maybe having one person leave early, as opposed to one person staying behind. So, like, once we like get to the door. So, so do we determine what we want to beam, and then one person and then heads back. One person heads back. The other two start to take it, and that way it's all ready to go when the other two get there, and we can just go. Lily, you hear a noise coming. From so there's the doorway, the crawl door that you came in through. Yes. The left hand door in that space, you hear an anti grav humming type noise. Uh, anti gravity, that door. We may want to move now. Yeah. Um, and you said we would have to go up a few floors to get to the transporter room? So you've got to go up yours. a floor. Okay. And then travel a bit to get to... Okay, so we would need to access basically the, the half ladder. Yep. Okay. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> uh... I'm going to... Because I don't have anything to help me get me up there. Yeah. <laughs> Quick point of note, what is you guys' speed? Uh, 30 feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, Igobots is 40 feet. Okay. Um, I mean, just stay on top of Igobot and I'll have him jump up first. Okay. That works. And try and catch onto the ladder and see if mm -hmm. his weight will, if it's you know sort of like a, a fire it, escape if ladder. If it's like it a just fire escape, down. if it like pulls down, yes. yeah. We could do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Um. The weight pulls the ladder so that it comes to ground level. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, let's go. Yep, let's go. I'm gonna start going. Okay. I'll follow behind. Going up. Uh, I will follow, and Igobot will again bring up the rear. <laughs> okay, so in the center of the door is a small control panel. If I can reach it, <laughs> you very easily run the control panel and open up the door. Mm hmm. At this point... That's the one thing that I'm not going to lie, I'm going to have a lot of fun with on this, is can I reach it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that door to the left opens, and in fly four of the 
small drones that you encountered in the hallway. Okay. The defense drones with the underslung cannons roll initiative. Oh boy. Have our new dice. Uh, are we all on the ladder at this point? Or is this before we... Cornflakes is on the ladder. Okay. So the rest of us haven't gotten onto the ladder yet. Right. Okay. The rest of you were deciding who was next. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is going to be good. You, you have Take- failed me, Ranger Dice. And you take disadvantage on your initiative because... I'm on the ladder. You're on the ladder. Yeah. Preoccupied with opening a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a, that's about right. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Okay. Tw- 20 or higher? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's cute. Uh-oh. <laughs> 15 to 20? No. Uh, 10 to 14? I got 11. Okay, bottoms first. Um, five to ten. Eight. Seven. Oops, if I roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, does Igobot get an initiative? Igobot goes on my initiative count. Ah. Um, because essentially, uh, I use a bonus action to command him. Oh. Ooh. Autumn Lily, Cornflakes, and the Drowns. Sounds good to me. Okay. All right. Okay. Autumn, you're up. Are, do I have enough room where I can hit a 20-foot radius without hitting these guys? Hell no. Okay. No, you do not fireball this room. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just like fire. <laughs> All right. Ooh. I am going to then witch bolt um, one of the... Actually, you know what? No. I'm going to magic missile at second level um, and I'm going to hit get three darts, so I get four because I'm going to do it at second level and I'm going to hit two of the bots two times each. Okay, go for it. Alright. Then I have to roll d20 for this I believe. Right? Yep. Uh, Oh, that's not good. Uh, Nine. Wait, you're casting magic missile? Yeah. You don't roll an attack with Oh, magic. that's right. Magic missile just Magic hits. missile just hits. Okay. Right. I forgot that magic missile does that. Do you have a few D4s? I do have a few D4s. Thank you. Uh, you need three D4s? Three D4s. All right. And then a dart deals one D4 plus one. Because you get four darts, right? Yep. At level two. So that's two plus one is three. Uh, six... Nine, wow, all twos, twelve. And so that would be split six each. Yep. Each drone that you hit explodes and falls to the ground inert. Sweet. Lily, your turn. Glad I didn't even fireball. <laughs> um, when do you want to do the timing of smuggler? Because it says when I roll initiative, and I'm not surprised, I can use my reaction to shoot something. Oh. <clears throat> so, that would be... Do you want me to do that bef- like when initiative is rolled immediately? Yes. Okay. Yes, let's handle it that way. Okay. 
Sorry, Courtney. Hmm? Oh, wait. It's my turn anyway. It, it is my your turn coming turn, up anyway. It, you were supposed to have acted, taken that shot before Autumn. Yes. So, uh, the ruling has been made. That's how we'll handle it in the future. Yep. Um, that is a an 18. Oh, yeah. Two hit. Very good. Um, do you want me to roll my repeater damage? Sure. Okay. There we go. Uh, that's 11 radiant damage. Yeah, that one's down. Um, oh, also, uh, so just because it was discussed last time, um, energy damage ignores the whole, like, this isn't a magic weapon and therefore damage is halved because it's not bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing damage. It's energy damage. It, this only matters because, like, all of the weapons in Dark Matter deal some form of energy damage. And right. not bludgeoning, slashing, or piercing damage. <clears throat> yes. So... So that's why it's it's not as relevant. Right. Yeah. Energy damage is not inherently magical. It is energy It is, it is energy, yeah. Right. But, that is correct. But the magical resistance that, like, werewolves and demons and stuff have only applies to, quote-unquote, non-magical weapon damage. Correct. So... That's it. The, the fun little mechanics work for the people that are interested in them. Yeah. So that was something that came up this week on Twitter. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Thank you, Jeremy Crawford, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for a, for answering a question I didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So now that that's that. Um, so three are down. Okay. Out of how many again? Four. four. Three out, out of four. four. Okay. Um, I will just uh, fire another shot. Okay. Uh, that's a tan. That is a miss. Um, oh, for my first attack. I have two attacks. Because I'm a battlesmith. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a 21. Uh, yeah, that, that's a hit. Uh, ooh, that's three. Radiant damage. It's a solid shot, and it seems to... It's staggered by it, but it's still up and functioning. Okay, well, that's fine. Egobot kill. <laughs> uh, as my bonus action. Oh. Uh, that miss is with a natural one. Oh, okay then. Oh, into the box. <coughs> the, the drone is, is particularly mobile in this particular instance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, um, but Egobot's going to remain um, <coughs> engaged with okay. uh, that drone. Very good. Cornflakes, you have a choice. Yep. Because upon opening up the door, mm-hmm. you heard the door open and there's the drone on the ground. Yep. But as you're looking up, you realize that there is a robotic humanoid figure on the ladder climbing down. So it's head first headed towards you. Head first headed yeah. towards me? Uh, 
Uh, about about 15 feet up. I am so not okay. It's a robot. It doesn't have vestibular problems. Yeah, I, yeah no, I'm going to fire with that. Ring. It's, it's, it's going to put its head towards the direction it's going. Let's befriend it. No, I'm just kidding. No, we're going to fire with that fucker. I, I didn't sign up for any of this Samara shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna firebolt that. Okay. Um, because I don't want that thing coming anywhere near me. Okay. Hmm. Uh, unnatural twenty to hit. Uh, that that hits just fine. Yeah. And, and a natural twenty maximizes damage. It's a, and, it was an unnatural twenty. Oh, unnatural twenty. Yes, I'm sorry. It was modified okay, twenty. So sorry. It, it it is a hit. It does not do cool things. <laughs> it is a hit. It doesn't do cool things. I that that's okay. Because yeah. firebolt can crit. Mm-hmm. Because it's an attack. Guiding bolt can crit too. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's really nice when also inflict wounds. It's really nice when inflict wounds crits. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> hey, I did really good though. Uh, thirteen points of damage. That okay. is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. On 2d10. 2d10, yes, that's 2D10. right. I was like, how did you get 13 on 2d6? Don't 2d10. <laughs> I was like, you don't get to add your ability modifier to damage. No, that's this one. 2d10. <laughs> and not yeah. yet. Not yet. Though. Not yet. Uh, Soon. And then, um. Uh, see, it, it's it. How did it look after I hit it? Is it still coming, or did it, it stop? It is, in, it is in fact still coming. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! And I'm going back down. Okay, you're gonna move to use your move to move, move, use my back, my use get my back 20, down to the floor. Use my 25 movement to get down to the floor because I have and I need to. I'm a strong, independent woman, but I need my friends. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you don't need that robot, though. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need that robot. I do need my friends. <laughs> okay. The drone is going to reposition itself and take a shot at Robo Ego. And I presume an 11 is not going to hit. No. Okay, so Actually, it, I should have given you a card for him too. Uh, uh, armor class sixteen. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So now. Nice. Um. <laughs> it's better than most of us, and more hit points than most of us. Uh, the shot goes wide. The two of them continue to be engaged. Yes. The robot. Ah! Hey, girls! Continues its climb down, gets just sort of short of the floor, and sort of swings so that its arms are up over its head, its feet land on the ground, and it lets mm-hmm. go. Does one of those cool dismount things. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It detaches from its side a... It's effectively a morning star. It is okay. a. It it looks like a. Is it a laser morning star? It it. 
It's a space morning star, so it's glowing red inside. Um, I love morning stars. Like, but, but it, it, it's it's not a laser morning star. It's not that cool. It does good old bludgeoning damage. Oh, okay. or piercing damage. No, I'm wrong. It's piercing damage. Okay. <laughs> and it. Goes and attacks cornflakes. Yep, 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 yep. It is capable of multi attacking. (laughs) Twice with its morning star, once with a slam. Okay. Okay. So smash and grab. Yes. It's maneuver in order to try and get itself balanced, leaves it off balanced. Um, It's Morningstar swings look impressive, but are clearly aimed at a target that should be taller. And it, it keeps its feet, but it swings past you, more okay. or less. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Autumn, you're up. Alright, so listen guys, I'm gonna go after this Morningstar dude, because you're already locked on to the other one with your robot there. That works for me. Alright. I'm gonna do uh, level one uh, fire bolt on this guy. Okay. Fire bolt? Oh wait, sorry, magic missile. I'm like, oh. I have fire bolt. That was good. Level but, one magic. Uh, fire bolt's a cantrip. So. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was, I was looking at the fire bolt spell, but in my mind, I was thinking magic missile. All right, so I'm gonna magic missile this dude, and that's gonna be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Right. Oh yeah, the magic missile just hits. <laughs> um, the missiles hit it very solidly. It looks to be a little bit more shaken, um, but it's still coming on strong. Lily, I'm going to uh, take my first shot at the sentry drone. Okay. Uh, that's a 22. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, and that's nine points of radiant damage. The drone explodes. I'm going to turn and take my second shot at, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, Basherbot. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's 10 to hit. That is... A miss. Okay. Um, I will have Igobot uh, engage with Basherbot and attempt a force rend. Okay. Uh, with a 23 to hit. Woohoo! Absolutely hit. Uh, seven points of force damage. Okay. Okay. 
continues to be sort of shaken and weakened, but still more or less unfazed mm -hmm. by what's going on at this point. Friend flags. Yep, I'm gonna firebolt him again. Okay. Are you right next to said bot? Uh, I would have. I, I did my down and back. So I would have been moving towards you guys. So it, it's a smaller. Yeah, room. I know that it's a smaller room. Uh, and it, I presume it melee attacked you. Yes. It it, it went missed. After you. But yeah. yeah, I still don't. I don't get any like disadvantage or anything because of how close it is. Ranged attack rolls have disadvantage if you're right next to. Yes. Right. Uh, does a fifteen hit? A fifteen does hit. Okay. So. Didn't matter, but D no, no, no. That's a good yeah. It. It's why crossbow experts one of the best spells for, or one of the best feats for ranged people. Uh, and ten damage. Because crossbow expert negates that. <clears throat> mm -hmm. That was a very solid impact. Mm -hmm. Um, the. You begin to smell uh, the connecting wires in the robot beginning to burn a little bit. The connectors in its left arm have become sluggish and the arm begins to twitch a little bit. Um, the right arm, which is holding the Morning Star, continues on strong and it seems refocused on you yep. as its priority target. Yep, yep. Ego is going to uh, use deflect attack with his reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack against Cornflakes. Very good. Ooh. Right, I have to do this a bunch of times. <laughs> oh! Oh. 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 No. To be clear, uh, it's only disadvantage against the first attack. Only against the first attack. All right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let me reset that now that I'm rethinking that. Okay. Okay. So that's nothing. That's on the floor. That doesn't count. <laughs> that one doesn't matter. It's over there somewhere. So only... The oh. slam connects. Uh, with a what? What did it hit with? Uh, it hit with a 19. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, that definitely is gonna... He, he has our armor class. I have classes. your armor No, classes. but I have shield. Oh. Oh, right. You can react with I it. have that's, shield. That's a fair point. <laughs> that's true. But that's, that is... that's still better than shield. No, yes. that's why... But that's why I asked. So hit with what? That yeah. way... Did you not have armor? I, I have a tactical nanofiber vest. Do you not have dexterity? Not that much. No. No, I don't. So you have no dexterity? No, I don't. Okay. <clears throat> you need heavy armor. I got what I could afford to start with. The... <laughs> I need to find something that fits me. Robot 
swings with its morning star and goes <coughs> wide, makes a mechanical whine of frustration <laughs> and slams and connects really solidly. Oh no. Connecting cornflakes and slamming cornflakes into the wall, doing 12 damage. And I'm down again. Oh no. <laughs> Because that's how this goes. It's not Autumn, a Courtney up. character unless she goes down. Has my staff that I have been hit by lightning? Like ever or today? Just ever. <laughs> so in order to do your witch's bolt, I need to have a twig. Oh, no. Assume... So if, if you have a spell component pouch... You can ignore that component. Oh, okay. So I can just use it. Right or, yeah, if, you ju- or if you, you just... have a staff, you can ignore that. Oh, I have a staff. Because a yeah. staff functions so any... You can use an implement in place of any sort of non-expensive material component. Oh, yeah. So you have a yeah, you have you can arcane use, You can focus. use an orb, a wand, a staff, anything that you're proficient with. So if you have a staff, you you don't need to carry a weird twig that's been struck by lightning. All right. Ignoring my my stick that has been struck by lightning that I secretly have and nobody knows. Are you going to, uh, you going to tell us the story of Dark Plagueis? <laughs> it's not a story the Jedi would tell you. <laughs> and what, what unlimited power looks like. I love you guys. Um, this is the spell. About to use some force lightning here. Ha- ha- hashtag Josh here, not here. Uh. <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to use a level three witch's bolt <laughs> on Whoa. this guy because Whoa. he's making me angry attacking cornflakes over here like this. So one of the things to be clear about is the damage after the first bolt mm-hmm. is not boosted. Uh, I don't think I get a bonus on it anyway. Uh, when you cast a spell... Of a spell slot of second level or higher, it, in- it increases it by another d12. Oh, so the initial I hit see. deals 3d12 lightning. Okay. But then if you maintain it, it drops back down to 1d12 lightning. That's fine. So I'm going to be hitting it with a total of four. Or no. So you hit Five. it with you hit it with three. Yes. And then you can more and then if you do hit, you can automatically maintain it as an action to deal 1d12. Okay. In future turns. Cool. Oh, it's a concentration. So it, it, it is concentration. It's, it's totally Palpatine lightning. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. The initial hit sucks, and then you continue to do it. It was, on first glance, it was assumed that the future damage was also boosted, and it went, this is the best first level spell in the game. Right. Yeah. Hands down. Yes. Okay. So I rolled it. And, and then they said no. And then, well, and then we reread it again and went, oh. <laughs> Sad. So I rolled a hit. You rolled a hit. All right, come on, don't fail me now. Uh, 11. Oh. That misses. Uh-oh. Wah, wah. All right, well, try. Lily? Right. I'm expecting an oh no, not again to come out of her mouth. <laughs> <sighs> Well, let's see if we can... Hey, I got some good damage in. Take this thing down, and then I'll patch you right back up. Um, 
two attacks with the repeater. And I will command Digobot to attack as well. Um, so one miss and then an 18. Hit. Okay. For three points of radiant damage. Okay. Back in the box. Uh, oh, not quite a crit. Uh, 24. Ooh, excuse me. For seven points of force damage. Pretty good. <clears throat> it's looking rough, but continues to function. I'm also going to, to yell at the the robot. <laughs> just say, we are claiming salvagers' rights. Cease and desist at this time. I'm not intending to in influence it with a uh, skill or anything. Okay. Just, I'm going to make it known that we're okay. claiming salvagers' rights. Mm-hmm. Candy, don't fail me. Roll that save. 18! All right. 18. It's one success. <laughs> I got one success. One success. One success. <laughs> Rack, I'm not gonna <clears throat> die. <laughs> I I have two more spells available that I can use. I mean, technically three, but I want to save that other second level spell slot. The robot classifies Igobot as the greatest threat. <laughs> It's not wrong. <laughs> Hits with the first morning star swing, but isn't able to connect in any further meaningful fashion. Okay. Doing a total of eight damage. Okay. Top of the order, Autumn. All right. I'm going to use a Witch Bolt, just regular level one Witch Bolt, okay. um, on this guy. Okay. All right. Mess him up! Listen, I know that we have issues together sometimes, <laughs> but you can do this. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. 19. See, sometimes your dice need a pep talk. That's a hit. See, sometimes your dice just need a little pep talk. Sometimes. Me and that dice have had a lot of back and forth. All right, and... Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 11. Okay. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> I love you. See, positive. The, the robot's joints begin to spasm as it seems to be experiencing increased occurrence of malfunction. Uh, the the smell of burning wires is more significant, but it's still When did still this robot up. become me? Can <laughs> I use corn chip? Because a corn chip can attack, but it does have battle stuff that it can do. Okay. Can I have corn chip see if it can find an off switch on this robot? 
so yes. That would be rolling corn chips intelligence. Okay. Because I presume do familiars have proficiencies? Um, I don't think so. Well, it depends on it. Literally what beast depends on what it is, what on. animal it okay. is. Yeah. So some beasts have proficiencies and some don't. Some don't. And and a familiar would not necessarily have proficiencies with magic tech. Uh, so. they, they certainly would not have proficiency with tech data or arcana yeah. or whatever. They, it's like perception, maybe acrobatics, maybe okay. athletics. Sensible things, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Things that a normal animal would have. So I just get a regular no bonus. Um, well, uh, it would likely have an intelligence penalty. Okay. Right. So, let's since, say... Since beasts have intelligence, too. Right, but it's a spirit... It's a familiar, beastie, though. ...beastie, because it's a familiar. Um, here, do you have the spell? Oh, I have the spell up. But it's it not have... Trinket, it's Frumpkin. Uh, it takes the form of an animal you I mean, choose. Trinket has more of Yeah, it. it still has the... It has the statistics of the chosen form, though it's just a celestial fae or fiend, your choice instead of a beast. Okay. So, um, yeah, it still has the intelligence of... So let's say minus two. Okay. Five. Okay. <coughs> um, corn chip doesn't see anything. Lovely. I'm just going to. Uh, uh, well, she's she's not quite dead yet. So <laughs> no, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> uh, we're going to just continue uh, two more shots. Pew pew. Pew. Well, uh, one is a miss, but the other one is a natural twenty. Yeah. Uh, so that's thirteen points of radiant damage plus two d six. Very good. Uh, 23 points of radiant damage. <clears throat> that shot hits the connective point between the torso and uh, the robot central processing unit, uh, and it sort of seizes up and collapses to the floor. Uh, does it still appear to be online? It does not. It is not. Okay. You did killed it. Okay. Um, Igobot is simply going to uh, just stand on alert. Okay. Um, I will move over to Cornflakes, but uh, I have used my action, so. Okay. Candy, you know what you know what happens next turn, right? Is is you roll a twenty <laughs> because you've gone sequentially 18, so far. Eighteen, nineteen, yeah. And then it won't matter that you've gotten three because you'll just have a hit point and be conscious. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be able to heal myself a little. <laughs> but we won't get to that yet. Anyway. 
Is there anything left? There, There's nothing left to fight. Cornflakes okay. is still down. All right, I don't have any healing stuff to do. Um, I have a robe of useful items. Can that perhaps contain? It L- Lily can... Might contain healing potions, but I have... Lily has... I have three spell slots left. Yeah. Okay, it can contain pot- uh, potions of healing, but I will just let you go ahead and yeah. do your thing. Um, yes, I will cast uh, a first level cure wounds. Thank you. Conflicts. Four, six. I really think that we should like start getting a counter on the bottom of any 8-bit adventures <laughs> and like, how many times has Courtney's character gone down? <laughs> I think we, no, we should just, it's a running total for Courtney. Yes, no, it, it's not for my characters. Regardless of me. game played. Yes. So this also carries over onto like, like if, if we're, you know, so this will cover double streaming into, Pokemon or something. So, so this will go with, with, with 8-bit plays, uh, dark, uh, dark Matter, 8-bit plays, or, um. We might as well throw in the, the art stream. Dancer. Uh-huh. Courtney somehow falls unconscious during the art stream. <laughs> Even though she's not on the art stream, <laughs> Courtney falls meds. asleep during the art stream. No, Courtney, yeah. yeah, Courtney's meds kick in, and so. she just like starts spamming um, uh, emojis, That's <laughs> and then I get blocked. Awesome. Um, but anyway, so you are you are now up with yep. six hit points. Yep. Um, again, Egobot's just going to stand on alert. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my turn. Uh, I'm gonna cast cure wounds on myself so that I can and, actually. And at this point, we come out of initiative order. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, while you're doing that, I'm going to. I get ten hit points back. Give this robot a a look over. I want his morning star. <laughs> no joke. How are you it? going to carry a morning star of that size? I got two hands. I mean, gnomes <gasps> aren't considered small. They are considered. They small. are considered. They are small creatures. Ah, okay. Yeah. They're small so, creatures. Yeah. So, so it is totally a two-handed weapon. Yeah. No, I totally okay. like. I can do. That's fair. Yes. No, I, that's allowed. I wrote S M O L for my size. It's small. I is small. Not just small, but small. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Not kidding. It, I want the morning star. <laughs> can I wield that? It, uh, it, it's a, is it a, sim- no, it's a martial weapon, I believe. Is the Morningstar a martial weapon? I think so. They, they really cut it, down on the right, number of simple yes. weapons. No, it is a martial weapon. So, are you proficient with martial weapons? I don't know. Is she proficient in martial weapons? I don't because think she is. Because simple be melee weapons, I'm not proficient You're with, not proficient with it. With martial weapons. Correct. I am, however. Well, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Well, what happens? To the special. So, question: <laughs> What happens if I wield something I'm not proficient in? I'm glad you asked, Cordy. You simply do not add your proficiency bonus. I'm still taking it. Uh, you use your strength to attack with it. I'm still taking it. Okay. It's just D20 minus one. <laughs> I have, I have a plus zero, so you know, whatever. Yeah, it. Yeah, are you sure you don't want me to carry that in the bag of holding? I want to try it. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I will continue looking over this robot. <laughs> it, it, there's nothing magical about it. It's a D8. Minus one. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Right. Is, no, no, no. Yeah, the, it's a base Yeah, but I don't have damage. a minus on my strength. Oh, you don't? No, I'm a, I'm a zero. Oh. Huh. That, that works. Huh. Okay. Cool weapon you got there. <clears throat> well, you're the strongest one out of the three of us, then. <laughs> That's hysterical. It's awesome. And you're the one who keeps dying. Or it's going problematic when you're uh, when when your fighter can't attend the session. <coughs> anyway, I mean he's not watching it anyway, so no, no, he's not. I'm like legitimately excited about this morning star. I'm not even gonna lie. What's its name? I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure a name for it. Um. Could uh, could could this robot be salvaged for parts as a whole? <clears throat> can can it, it be scrapped into pieces that would fit into a bag of holding? It it definitely could. Okay. Um. I mean, it is. It's taken some relatively significant damage, but it's not broken apart. Hmm. I mean, it it was damaged enough to shut it down. It could be refurbished and reutilized. Hmm. Should we take this robot, reprogram this robot? I think it's beyond the point of being able to be reprogrammed. But not rebuilt. We can rebuild it. him. Better. We have the Faster. technology. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm going to spend the time to try and like decouple, basically remove arms, legs, so that it can fit into a bag of holding. Okay. And then put the pieces in a bag of holding. It. I think it certainly a... qualifies as interesting enough that like if we can't refurbish it, then we could make some coin on. it. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. The design parts are modular enough that I mean, it's a it's a multitask robot intended for any number of sort of general ship maintenance, mm -hmm. you know, janitorial and repair type stuff that you would send a grunt to do. Because of that, all of the pieces are particularly modular and easily detachable. Mm -hmm. You don't have a problem doing that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> just for my own purposes, um, roughly weight? I would say maybe 200 pounds. Okay. Oh, it doesn't matter in the bag of holding, does it? Uh, bag of holding has a 500-pound weight limit. Ah, Granted, I'm now halfway to that point, but yeah. But we can scrap it and like, yeah. Yeah. Has... It's just, this this qualifies as something that we could make some money on. Mm -hmm. And we haven't really found anything yet Yep. that we can. Yeah, no, absolutely. So. Um, Has it been an hour since we, meaning in game, hour, because my fox can only stay out for an hour. It has not been. Wait, okay. What? What? Yeah, it has a casting. It has a limit of one hour. Friend familiar? Sure. Yeah. Are you looking at the cast time? 
I am looking at the cast time. Okay, that's the time it takes to cast the spell. Yes. That's okay. not I the... realized this as, is... soon as, you said that. as soon as you said that. I was like, wow, this fox is just like, he's here for an hour. He's like, see you later. Yeah, well, is, uh, is the duration instant? <laughs> yeah, because that's a... Because um... if the duration's instant... Duration instantaneous. Instant, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. no, you don't it... have a time limit on your familiar. Excellent. You can't generate familiar in combat is essentially what the spell is communicating. It takes a good chunk of time to do. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Yeah. That's okay. That's, that's you know. I'm really relieved to know that my fox lasts for an hour. So, or longer than an hour. So I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we have corn chip go and see if there's anything else up above that we should be concerned about? That might be a good idea. Is corn chip able to climb a ladder? We can throw corn chip. <laughs> why don't we just... Go scout it out ourselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or we could go to the top of the ladder and I can just be like. Um oh. I, I think we should just we should I mean we get could going. go we could go up and you could have Recall, there was that alarm and yeah. something impacted the ship. I don't know yeah, I don't yes. know what that was. I think we should just I think that Whatever this, why ever this robot was was here and and atta- I think it was I think it was basically to stop you know intruders and stuff and we're obviously not on the manifests for this ship so I think that we should just keep going um, uh, because as 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 Lily said like something I don't know what he's getting himself into and who knows what state we're going to find him in when we get back, but we still have to do this and I don't know what's going on with that with that alarm, so let's mm-hmm. let's uh, keep working on this. Cornflakes, why don't you stay in the middle? Okay. That's um, a good idea. Since you since you're uh, a little squishy at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not feeling feeling too good. Um, and why don't, why don't I take the lead? Yeah. I'm getting pretty this low I'm magical energy half. over here. I'm at about half HP right now. Hmm. Bloodied. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'll, I'll take point. Um, I'll have Igobot bring up the rear. Um, but yeah, I'll climb the ladder and open that hatch back up. Why do I want to name the Morningstar Fred? Yes. Like, that's legit the name that just came to my head. What color is it? It, it is, it has sort of a bluish, silvery handle with a, a synthetic tan grip, and it has a dim sort of a fuchsia light that comes out of the top, um, doesn't cast sufficient light yeah. to matter mechanically. So no mm-hmm. Harry Potter reference here. Um, you, no. You, you might be able to use it as a glow rod. Um, you know what I'm going to say? That it's got a switch on it. You can use it as a glow rod if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, can be used for dim light. It, it's like a it, five feet of dim light. You can, you can get it to be a flashlight. Okay. Cool. 
updating. <laughs> updating. Because <laughs> mixing weapons and equipment is <laughs> And if not, you could certainly use um, your magical tinkering. Yes. To make it shed light. Yes. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No. So yeah, I got. I gotta get used to get used to Fred. Um. So. <laughs> this is ugly. Yeah. Uh, we're this going is what to go when up. Courtney's on pain meds. Um. Enough. Uh, levels. I guess if does the the corridor extend multiple levels? <laughs> uh. So it goes up, maybe. Or, third or decks. It. It goes up about 30 feet to get to the next deck. Okay. Because um, you've got to pass through ceiling and hull space. Yeah. Uh, and how many decks was it to get to the essence of the hallway for the transporter room? Only one. Only one. Okay. So, yeah, we'll go up one. Yeah. Uh, and then exit. Mm-hmm. So, you come up to a hatchway, which mm-hmm. is very similar. It enters into a very similar room. Uh, a similar, arc, almost identical configuration. It, it's made to be easy. The markings are slightly different. The coloration of the markings is slightly different, so you don't get lost. Mm-hmm. But it's you're now on six. Okay. Um. Right. All right. To the transporter room. Yes. Uh, can I ride on Egobot? Sure. Yeah. Hey, go back. Um, yeah. As we head to the transporter room, um, I'm gonna chain cast mending on Igobot. But before oh. you depart, um, you see, you notice a general broadcast communication signal being received on one of the arcane consoles oh. routing details. I'm going to well, yeah, I'm going to hmm? sort of casually mosey over and, and play the message. It, it's a live connection. Bio, is that you? Yes, Yako. Yako, what the hell did you do? Um, I'm kind of hitting things. I'm outside and I'm hitting things. You're outside? Yes. Oh, that's right. You have that suit that lets you maneuver around. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, not, not this suit. Another suit. A cooler suit. Oh, no. Uh, uh, oh, he... He found himself you, an exosuit. You, you okay in there? We're fine. We're uh, actually approaching a transporter room. We're going to use that to access the cargo bay and then uh, take a look around there and then uh, see what we can salvage from the cargo bay. And then one of us will make our way back to uh, a, well, either this room or either that transporter room or a nearby transporter room and then directly beam stuff to our ship. You hear a, a clatter and a clang and a klaxon begin to sound 
from inside of wherever um, he is. Alright! I I got some things to deal with and I'll try to meet you. I'll try to meet up with you. That that sounds great. You just keep doing what you're doing. Don't die! Be safe, Boyo! Connection ends. Boyo. Boyo. Well, uh, that seems to be going all according to to plan. Um, He seems to be having a good time. He seems to have acquired himself (laughs) some new technology, so... Or toys, as we call them. Yes. Hey, hey, I'm all about new toys. So, uh, as I, I'm not gonna lie, like, so I, 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 Courtney really likes Morning Stars. So, so this is like petting like a cat almost. So, for <laughs> the sake of the players, mm-hmm. yes, not the characters, yes. yes. Jacko went down a hallway and found himself in a control room that he didn't know how to handle, so he started hitting buttons. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? It was one of the intership transport systems. It was... Not supposed to be where you were because it was one of those, like, he crawled up into rubble and it was several decks up originally, but still functioning. Oh, no. And he got onto it and found himself in a launch bay. (laughs) In In a mech launch bay. In said launch bay was a range of fighters. Some of which he did not recognize at all. Some of which were human. Most of which were damaged. One of which he got in was a Lakshayan frame. And those are the uh, the the, the sleek me- anime ones. The right? mech suits. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he got it up and going. It was damaged. But he got it to launch, and he's having a little bit of trouble outside of the ship. Okay. <laughs> well then. For, for narrative purposes, he will rejoin the group at the next logical opportunity, hopefully next session. <laughs> what is he fighting? Can we know? We have no idea. That... The, the, you know what? I would rather not know. No, no, we don't want, no, yeah, yeah. We don't want to know what and, else is there. And that can be something a, a that... Assume miniature giant space hamster. Yes. <laughs> space dragon. No, miniature giant no, space hamster. No, miniature giant ham- space hamster, absolutely. <coughs> yep. Go for the eyes, boo! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, cool. Um... So, uh, yeah, I guess we open the door and start heading toward mm-hmm. the transport room. Okay. You take the crawl space that's going to lead you to the transport room. This one is... Oh, it's in the crawl space. Okay. Th- this one is shorter. 
Okay. On uh, than the one that you originally went through, maybe fifty feet. Okay. Uh, you get into a hallway which has intermittent normal light function. Based on the markings, this seems to be a research level. Ooh. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there are scientific sections. Um, you see laboratories. There are transparent steel windows that look into various labs. Uh, many of the labs are either empty or inaccessible. There is, however, shortly before you arrive at the transport room, a laboratory with the windows have been digitally fogged. Oh. There is a large blast door protecting whatever's inside. Okay. It is... Is this blast door, like, behind the windows? So, like, we can see that, like, the windows are out front. We can so see there's that they're the digitally windows fogged. And there, there's the and door. And then the door behind it. So the door is... There's windows either side and the door is in the middle. Oh, okay. So this is the access to whatever this room is. Okay. And when you say digitally fogged, you mean, like, polar bear in a snowstorm kind of thing? Yeah, like, uh... You know, LTI smart glass kind of a thing where it fogs it up. Gotcha. You run an electrical charge and you can't see through it anymore. Cool. Mm -hmm. hmm. My curiosity is piqued. I, I I would have actually brought Igova over to the door panel and started pushing buttons <coughs> to open it up. I want to get inside. Go data. I want to. I want to see what this is. Roll that sweet, sweet data. That 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 is a sweet, sweet eight. Um, you. I'm just pushing buttons. You try to access it, and nothing that you're doing is getting any sort of response. You're getting mm -hmm. denial. I don't know, it's Egyptian. It keeps giving me denial. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I do, I'm sorry. I've read earthly stories where jokes like these were a thing. So I close. disapprove. <laughs> so close. Um, I had to, I'm sorry, it was right there. <laughs> let's see. I, I'm, depending on how the game master would like to roll this, uh, I have a spell that might help us. Okay. What spell is that? So so it, it really depends on uh, how a blast door malfunctions. I mean, I could always just cast Shatter on it. Uh, so I, I have the spell Technical Difficulty. Okay. Which makes one piece of uh, magical technology malfunction, making it unusable. Um... So the question, so the philosophical question then is, uh, is a malfunctioning blast door one that does not shut, <laughs> or one that that does not keep stuff out? 
I would say because normally that... a malfunctioning door would be one that doesn't open. Right. So I. But but this is if this it's is my thought. Locked. You can. That's the thing. I also cause the lock to malfunction. It's and a first level to. spell, so I don't think it should like duplicate the effects of a second level spell. True. Um, That's my thought of like. Well, it so just, it starts short circuiting. So, so the lock will malfunction, but the door won't open. You'll have to open the door manually. I think between the four of us, we can manage that. Perhaps. I do have fireball. No. <laughs> no. How many times do we have to tell you no? No. Heat metal? Uh. I have fireball. Hey, hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Have you decided to cast the spell? I'm going to cast the spell, and okay. I will. I will affect the. Um, I presume the the lock would be. The, the locking Visible. mechanism sort of fizzles and sparks and indicates an error. Okay. Um, this is also, uh, it's concentration up to a minute. Okay. So we'll want to make sure as well that uh, we somehow pry the door open. Fred? Or figure out how to how to take the door off the hinges, so to speak. Fred. <coughs> so, uh, right. Um, yeah, we have one minute, ladies. Let's uh, get this door open. And and good boy. Mm-hmm. I pull out my lucky Thurwiller's so, foot for good luck that we get this door open. Okay. So, who is strongest here? I would hazard and say Igobot is probably perhaps the <laughs> yes. strongest I would have to one. say Igobot. Yeah. I believe it is Igobot. Yes. Um. Okay. Um, we give Igobot, Fred? And we will all assist yes. Igobot in trying to lift this door. Yes. Yes. Yeah, is uh, it a lift or is it a... It, it's a pull open. Okay. Oh, it's a pull open. But, but it's the sort of thing where you start pulling one and the mechanism functions so that both... For both, move. yeah. Um, so it's just, he just rolls with advantage. Oh, okay. a, The rest yeah. of us don't do anything. Yeah, that's why, yeah. I didn't know if we were adding to it. Um, that is a 12. You are able to begin having the door start to move. The door begins to resist in its hinges, but it the mechanism begins to shift and it begins to move outwards and you begin to see into the room and see what is inside before you can really focus on what is inside however you hear an agonized semi-mechanized scream as this tank slams into the gap of the door and gets stuck and begins to violently shift towards you and that is where we will take our break. 
Wait, wait, wait. We so this is coming shortly. from the other, from the room that we're trying to get into. The, the break us. is happening. There are no questions. Uh, there are no questions. We uh, will see you shortly, everyone. Welcome back! <laughs> Date Bit Adventures plays Dark Matter. I am Matthew Tucker, your galaxy master, and... When we last left our intrepid crew of the not-quite-discovered ship yet, uh, they had found their way to the sixth level of the crashed uh, human hegemony ship uh, and were exploring a laboratory level. They had found a mysterious door behind which something they couldn't quite identify was. Um, they got the door to malfunction and started pulling the door apart, at which point a mysterious, or at least mysterious for the break, <laughs> jar-type object wedged itself in the door. Okay, so so it was like a, a holding tank, like a terrarium type thing, not a, you know, do-do-do-do-do-do, ultimate bastion destroying everything tank. No. Okay. that no. That's what I initially thought. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I was like, somebody threw a tank at us? No, 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 not that kind of tank. Yeah, Different kind of tank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. So this is not like an enemy tank? This is just... I mean, well, it could be. Well, well... So, like, so it's moved. It's like a it's a robot. So what you see, there is a circular platform under which are a series of claws and cables that look like they might transport some sort of fluid. On top of this circular platform is, for all intents and purposes, a jar. Okay. Inside of which is a bubbling, pinkish, mucusy material. You. You can clearly see through the material, however. Yes and see a brain. Yeah. Oh boy. The brain's sort of floating at a middle height in the jar. The spinal column leads down and is connected to the mechanics at the bottom. Mm-hmm. There is It sort of looks like a organic, mechanized eye. It's not, it doesn't look like an actual eye, but it's eye-esque. Oh, no. And there is a speaker grill underneath it, under which there is this mechanized screaming. Mother Brain's gonna get you, Captain N! <clears throat> the jar begins to sort of vibrate 
and then there is this burst of energy that comes from the jar. The burst of energy shoves the doors open. Oh. Oh, there we go. I need everybody to roll a wisdom save. <clears throat> wisdom save? Wisdom save. Okay. Uh, is there time to drop my spell before making this wisdom save? It's totally fine if the answer's no. Um... I would say your concentration is broken. Um, oh, is this... in which case, uh, that locking mechanism turns back on. Which would be wonderful if the door hadn't been sort of forcibly shoved back into the... Okay, so a... the door's just, the, the door's now stuck open. Yes, the okay. door's been shoved oh, open. Is this That's a magical fun. effect? It is a... Yeah. Oh, because oh, yeah. I have advantage on wisdom yes. saves. Intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saves. Yes. yes. That's why I was... Yep. Okay, cool. Is this a charm effect? Do I have advantage on that, too? We do. It is it's... not. Oh, it's not? Okay. 17. Oh, I don't know. I'm not a wisdom. However, if you have a resistance to psychic damage, no. that may apply. No. 17. Bueller? Bueller. Okay. No, just resist uh, advantage against charm and immune to magical sleep. Ah, uh, yes, Elvis. Oh! That's good. Uh, 18 for moi. Okay. Five. Okay. Oh. And Igobot. <clears throat> uh, nine for Igobot. Okay. Although... Oh, nope, he is susceptible to psychic damage. Okay. Cornflakes and Lily take three damage. Okay. No, I finally took damage. <laughs> Igobot and Autumn take six. Okay. Does do I have to roll for corn chip? Um. Uh. So the thing is, uh, your familiar has one hit point. Oh. Okay. So even if it succeeds the save, yeah, your and your familiar doesn't. Die as such, it just disperses. Yeah, it disperses. And so then... you can't get it back until you've spent you an gotta, hour. You got to cast the ritual again. To yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so you said three damage. Yes. Okay. Okay. That this won't do. Mm -mm. Um, and at this point, people should be rolling their initiative. Well, that's fine. And then once initiative's rolled, I'm going to start firing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen? Eight. Fifteen. I has a dex of plus zero, so... <laughs> What's your dex? My dex is plus two. Okay, so... Autumn, Cornflakes, what's your... Dex, Lily. No, it didn't matter because we were we tied. That's why. I presume I'm tied with the brain. Uh, Mine's 18. Oh yeah, no, you go free. <laughs> uh, I also rolled a 17 on my totally shot first okay. attack. 
<laughs> uh, oh yeah, no, that's a hit. Uh, 12 points of radiant damage. Set up my little do cookies here. How much? 12? 12. How big is this room that we're going into? <clears throat> I don't think... We're just at the door. I, I Yeah, I understand that. So, looking past, and it's sort of difficult to get a lot of detail quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a relatively large room. Um, maybe... 30 feet square okay. from what you can see. Okay. Um, there is a bunch of analytical, analytical equipment. There is a, tab- a small table at the center of the room with a single object and what looks like an isolation field around the table. Okay. There is a hole in the ceiling. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. There also is two more of these floating brain jars. But they have feet on the floor, right? Or are they fully they, floating? So they're 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 floating. They're might be time. Okay, okay. Because I, I remember have, you saying like there was like legs and, and they have wires, sort of, but yeah. they are actually sharp floating. claw type feet underneath. Yeah. But that's not Okay. Okay. Good, good. Okay. Good, good, good. Yep, 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 yep. It looks like they might attach to a larger something. And then the claws release. Okay. And the wires disengage and it's able to move on its own. Okay. And each one of them is emitting a a different sort of scream. Think, think Daleks. That's but, kind of. But no words. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's time. It's time. I think it's time. So, have you guys seen that Elmo meme where it's just <laughs> Elmo with the yes. flames behind him? Yes. yes. That's me yep. right now. Okay. Yep. All right, we're going fireball, it, finally. Yes. It is, in fact, time. And I'm going to do it in a way it doesn't hit these guys because they're they're going to be behind me. Is that cool? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's you essentially throw, like, this tiny bead of fire yeah. out into the space, and, and then say, it explodes. And you oh, say, right. to whom it may concern. <laughs> right. I'm glad you said the room was 30 feet. Because <laughs> I got a 20-foot radius, so I'm going to make sure I get them all. All right, and they have to do... Dex saves. Dex saves. Right, and do I... I still roll for this, right? No, you don't. Oh, even better. You roll damage. Amazing. Yeah, you're going to need a bunch more. What do we need? I need eight D6s. I, I have enough court. Okay. There. Here's seven. So the... The jar that there's the jar in front of you. Yeah. There's one sort of in the room to the left, closer to the table and the field. And then there is one sort of further in the back towards the hole. The one further in the back makes it safe. The two that are closer to you do not. Okay, so the one in the back is going to take half damage. Correct. <laughs> oh, that feels good. 
Uh, for a... Fireball always feels good. 12, 16, 26, 27, 28. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's about average. Boop. I need those back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not really, but. So, the one closest to the group um, is blasted from the door, <laughs> smashes into the far wall, and the remains of transparent steel and ooze and brain matter sort of drips down the wall. That's for hitting corn chip. <clears throat> the one in the middle of the room is cracked and damaged and sort of tilting on its anti-grabs but still up. The one at the back of the room uh, is damaged and there's a sort of a, a spider web and charring along the bottom, but it's still, it's in much better condition than the one that was closer. Mm-hmm. In addition, the a large amount of the laboratory equipment has been damaged or destroyed. Yeah, that's fine. The, yeah, the, I'm assuming any, everything except for the thing is in the force field is, is destroyed. The containment field is damaged and broken, but the table and the object on the table are unaffected. Also fine. Mm-hmm. That was my hope. I, I'm willing to destroy lab equipment to take out brains in a jar. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Jet, jet, just for reference... That is literally what they're called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brains in a jar. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. In yep. classic D&D, uh, it's mad necromancy. All sorts of bad juju. I don't know what it's like in Dark Matter, but... Highly unsettling, let's put it that way. Rothians are involved. Oh. <laughs> bad juju. No, Okay. Very yeah. bad juju. Yeah. Oh. Are we sure this is a hegemon vessel? Oh, no. That's what we were told. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. Well, it's not my turn yet. It's the gnome's turn. Yeah, it is, it's in fact, my the turn. the gnome's turn. Um... Well, because seeing that they're not um, on the physical floor, I'm just going to firebolt them. Okay. Uh, the, the one that is closer. Okay. Um, nat 20. Woo! I'm not even ha- going to have you roll damage. Because it's 20 to start <laughs> with. Uh, the firebolt hits, and it had two hit points. Yeah. The, the oh. firebolt... Overkill. Hits the crack in the dome 
and superheats the fluids within the dome, causing the pod to burst, spraying brain matter and containment mucus everywhere. Rated E for Oh! <laughs> yes, right. Oh, man, and that would have been... I just, I just rolled the damage just, just to see what I would have gotten. Just for the sake of argument. Um, So it would have been 20 damage to start for the crit. 39 in total. Yeah. I rolled a 10 and a 9. <laughs> With a cantrip, folks. With a cantrip. With a cantrip. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just, just remember, this works for me, too. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. We, 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 we recognize. The yeah. sorcerer is looking in awe. <laughs> <laughs> Lily. Oh my god, the gnome's useful. <laughs> you you and it go on her up. Uh, when I'm alive, I'm very useful. <laughs> so what is distance to close with uh, the last brain in a jar? Is it within 40 feet? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to storm into the room uh, with repeater drawn to okay. get a line of sight on the brain. Okay. Um, and Igobot is going to move to engage. Okay. Um, that'll be... Maybe. Uh, so the lower of the attacks is a 10? Is that gonna miss? <coughs> that will miss. Okay. Uh, the other one's a 22. That will hit. Uh, that is nine points of radiant damage. Okay. And then Igobot will force rend. Okay. Uh, he will miss, as that is an eight. Okay. Uh, but um, he is engaged with that enemy. Okay. Um, and is there any, is there any cover in the room? I assume any cover that was in there was blown apart. <laughs> well, there's still maybe rubble that I can hide behind. There, there is partial cover. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna duck behind whatever cover I can, I can get. Yeah. So, even even if the cover happens to be that table in the middle, or on the other side of the isolation field or whatever. Yeah, you could you could do it. Okay. You could be at that table in the middle. Okay. Roll. Roll a wisdom save. Uh, that is a 20. Okay. Nothing of note. All right. Man, this is where I wish I had that ring of mind shielding on my other character. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so the the eye sort of opens up and a bright rippling beam of Crimson energy shoots at Igobot. Okay. And misses. Okay. 
it, it puts a pretty solid furrow in the floor. Okay. But <laughs> no damage done to anyone in the group. All right. Autumn, proceed. All right. Well, it worked for our gnome over here. So I'm thinking that I'm just going to use a firebolt. Firebolt okay. on this guy. I still can't believe I got almost perfect damage. <laughs> let's hope for the same thing. No. That is a no. That is oh. a natural one. <laughs> oh. Exact opposite. That may be my first nat one ever in D&D. Two. Wow. Feels bad. Well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly does. Yeah, they do. But thankfully, we have merciful DM. And I'm going to stay in the doorway. Thankfully, we have a merciful DM. Do we? The the shot goes wide. (laughs) And wide to the ceiling. Striking roughly in the area where the hole was. Oh, no. It increases the size of the hole. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Through the hole... Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. ...falls a robot of a similar design, the humanoid one that you fought in the other room. And following close behind it is another one of these brains in a jar. Get out of the room. <laughs> I'm not I in. got this. <laughs> do you have it? You don't have anything. I have spell points. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. Okay. Well, all right then. Uh, yeah. Cornflakes. Yep. <clears throat> um... There's, no, I'm There is badly damaged brain, fresh brain, and, and stompy and, boy. And another stompy boy. Um with another with another morning star? Spi- spiky hitty boy, yes. What color is his morning star? Same, Same color. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same design. Yeah, these these are these are uh These are standard rep great Standard weapon. modular yes. worker bots. Um Seeing the two that came down and knowing how much damage the previous um, boyo did, I'm gonna firebolt at him. Okay. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm critically going to not. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just, I don't understand why they keep insisting on using magic when a good blaster will do the trick. So the bolt (laughs) strikes the table. Okay. It cracks the table in half, and the top of the table flips. Okay. It (laughs) goes over Lily, not doing Lily any harm. Uh Uh-huh. Lily's cover is gone. You might say my cover is blown. Oh! You could say that. (laughs) 
Roll wisdom. Save? Yes. Magical? Yes. I rolled the same thing. Ten. I rolled two nines. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Despite the fact that bouncing on the floor and clattering to your feet does not seem to damage the object that has fallen at your feet, which... What is this object? The object looks kind of like the mixture between a data pad. Mm-hmm and a puzzle box. It has a series of, it it has a large gem at the center. Mm -hmm. And it has a series of sort of slats and rails with various precious stones. Okay. And other sort of oddly shaped objects. Okay that look like they move and shift in various different ways. Okay. So like one of those cool like Japanese boxes. Kind of, but but like but, in a book flat. standard yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, certain yeah, book sized and mm-hmm. shaped. Despite the fact that landing on the floor does absolutely nothing to it, you feel the compulsion to pick it up and protect it. I mean, I was going to pick it up anyway. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a bad. No, this is not. That that was was what I was going to do anyway. Which causes it to attune to you. Yay. Cursed item. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, um. We'll discuss what this means when it comes up. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put jeweled book um, in my in attuned magic items. No, it's a cursed puzzle box. <laughs> We're gonna write cursed puzzle box in. Uh, I'll provide further information as, yep. as, as required. Yep. It doesn't affect you at the moment. Okay. There, but there, I have to protect it. That's one thing that's that's very much... Yes. Okay. It, it needs to be put somewhere safe. Okay. <clears throat> Lily. Well, this is... quite terrible. Uh... Yeah, we're getting out. <laughs> okay. Um, we're getting out uh, guns blazing, though. Okay. Um, Eaglebot is going to uh, disengage with his action. Okay. Um, and then, uh, or I'll use my bonus action to have him disengage. Okay. This is how that works. Okay. Um, and then he will just exit the room. Okay. Um, am I currently... In melee range of any of the creatures that fell through. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to exit the room. Um, I'm going to fire two shots at the damaged brain and jar. Okay. 
you do so. Um, that's a 13 and an 18. Those both hit. They both hit. Um, first attack is seven. Second is six for a total of 13 radiant damage. You strike the anti-grav motivator in the unit and it pitches forward and smashes on the ground and the brain falls out with an agonized shriek and stops. Um, yeah, and then uh, Igobot and I are going to sort of turn the corner uh, okay. once we exit the room. Okay. Um, and continue heading toward the transport area. Okay. It's only like, we only have like 10 feet of movement left, so. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> if you dash next turn, you can get to the transport room. Okay, that's that's good to know. Just, just to give you... A sense of scale. A sense of scale. Okay. Yeah. The bot and the brain in the jar have their turn. The brain in the jar gets to the center of the room roughly where the table was and fires a shot at Cornflakes. I figured. The shot goes over Cornflakes and puts a solid furrow in the deck or the wall behind. Gotta but love being short. <laughs> love no being damage. Smaller. The robot charges at Autumn and multi-attacks. <coughs> Misses with both Morningstar swings. Gets a feel of things and crouches down and charges Autumn into the far wall. Natural 20. Yeah, but you got lots of hit points. I do. <laughs> dragon, dragon sorcerer. <laughs> I'm still nervous. <laughs> I think you might have the most hit points out of everybody at the tables currently. That feels wrong. <laughs> but it's right. Dragon sorcerer. Well, it's fortunate that you do because that's 23 damage. <laughs> you still up? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm at eight. Oh, that's right. You took a bunch of damage. Mm hmm. Right. And that brings it up to you, Autumn. All right. So you guys are out of the room? I never went into the room. Oh, okay. We're fine. Um, so is this enemy that just hit me in the room or out of the room? The enemy that is. The enemy that just hit you is out of the room and in melee range. Okay. So basically slammed you into the hallway. Yeah. Wall. So, like, I'm in the... Here's the door, and I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. so hallway, room, you, robot. Is there a way that I can use a fireball and hit that included and everything else? You could. You would hit everybody. But you will specifically everything Physics, else. Physics, you would hit everybody. <laughs> but I mean, like, if I... you Well, you, you could hit it in the middle. You could hit the jar. You could hit the robot. You could position it to not hit you. You would hit cornflakes. 
Okay, we can't take that risk. Okay. Um, I'm going to then... I mean, you could disengage and run. Yeah. This is probably the best idea. Yeah, this is I'm going to use my action to disengage, and I am going to run towards the transport board. Okay. Corn flakes. Uh, do... Now, I know that I'm... Because, I, as I said, I never went out of the room... Or, or into the room, so right. I... You're, oh, you're, I'm still in the hallway. You're sort of at the door. Yeah. The if robot just, went past you. So if I just book it and double dash, would that... Do I have to disengage? Am I close enough to have to have disengage? You're, you wouldn't have to disengage. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna go 50 feet. Just, just you, go. <laughs> it will get you to the door of the room. Okay. Hold in the book. Because <laughs> I'm assuming, because I'm assuming it's about this big. Or is the book size-wise. holding you? No, I am holding it. You, I am around it. it is you notice it. by the time that you have reached the door that the book has. It it was a human-sized book. It's, now it's a gnome-sized book. So it started off, and now it's. Ah. Ah. Oh, it's magic. Ah. I see nothing wrong with this. <laughs> I, I have I have used my movement and my action to double dash. <laughs> Cornflake sees nothing wrong with this. <laughs> um, how wide is the corridor? Eh. Ten feet. Okay. Um... I presume, am, am I up? Yeah, because all I did was run. There's, there's no other, okay. There's no yeah. other monster, okay. Yeah, no, you're you're clear of it. Okay. Um, I, I just didn't know if there were any monsters that went before me, uh, is all. Um, I don't know if you can take a hit, another hit. Not a big one. Um, Can you heal me? Well, I can, but I would rather shoot things. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you heal yourself? I don't have any healing spells okay. or potions. No, okay. Sorcerer. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have Igobot uh basically get up and interpose himself between you and the robot. Okay. And then I'm going to start moving 30 feet and then pop, pop on the robot. Uh, 16 and a 17. Those are both hits. Nice. Uh, a seven and a seven for a total of 14 radiant damage. Okay. Um, I will have Igobot as a bonus action um, repair himself. Okay. So he regains 2d8 plus three hit points. So he regains 15 
Uh, oh, that puts him at full health. Okay. Good, good, good. This is fine. This, this is, is fine. fine. Everything's on fire. <laughs> Most appropriate, then. That, 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 yeah, this is fine. Which was my doom. <laughs> I have a book. So the <laughs> jar yes. gets out to the hallway. Okay. And takes a shot at cornflakes. The shot goes to the side, driving another furrow into the floor, (laughs) but no damage. Yeah. Spray in the jar just can't hit a damn thing. It's fine. That's totally fine. We're all fine here. I haven't rolled over a nine for that thing. It's a (laughs) stormtrooper. Yeah, a little bit. It's fine. We're all fine. This is fine. We're We're all fine fine here. here. How are you? (laughs) So, Autumn is the closest? Yes. Uh, Igobot would be closest. Igobot would be closest. Yes. Okay. So I'm sort of trying to visualize. Yeah, because I'm 50 feet down the hall. Yeah, so it would be. You're clear. Igobot, then immediately behind Igobot is Autumn. And then I'm probably like five or ten feet past. Okay. Uh, and then Cornflakes is like Halfway 20 feet home. past that. Yeah. Okay. The robot is going to charge and try to catch up. And before reaching Egobot, stumbles. Ooh. Yay. <laughs> Due to all of the chaos in the space. Yes. Autumn, your turn. All right. What do we have left? One robot, one brain and jar. Yeah. One one mildly damaged robot, one unaffected brain and jar. All right. How is so the ro- the one little robot's just kind of like barely damaged, kind of looking. Yeah. Okay. Um, how far away am I to the transporter? To get to the room, maybe 10 feet. Okay, so I have enough to hit it with something and run. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I'm like at the door. You're at the door. door. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to use magic missile, um, level two. Okay. And I'm going to hit that thing three times. Yeah, four times. The robot or the brain? Uh, the one that's directly in front of me, so the robot, I believe. That okay. The, right. robot. the one that's closer. So, yeah, the robot. Yeah. Cool. Which is 2, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 points of damage. Okay. 14 cheese damage. And I will run to the... That's going to provoke an attack of opportunity? No. Okay, I'll run to the... Yeah, it's not... No, you're too far away. It's not in melee with you. 
Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I will book it. Yeah, you you've gotten you got past it, and then you're still past it. It and, didn't. And Igobot's still near me. Yeah, Igobot was in front of you to protect you from the robot. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Cool. Or behind you because you're all headed. Yeah. I mean, between yeah. It's it's all a matter of perspective. <clears throat> so you enter the transporter room. Yep. Um, the transporter room is a it is a circular chamber with a series of techno arcane sigils on the walls, um, which you recognize easily as warding sigils. On the floor, there is a large blue pulsing circle. In front of, or closest to you, is an arcane console, which can be used to direct the... Teleportation. Yeah, the the teleport, the... Transport. The circle to... If you were trying to go off of the ship to have it appear on a planetoid, for example, or in a ship such as this, move from circle to circle. Because you attacked and then moved into the room, you can see this, but you can't do anything with it. Cornflex, your turn. Yep, um, I am... Ugh. Autumn runs past you and kind of gets to the arcane console. Yeah, um, is the arc is the arcane console tall enough for me to see over it and onto it? it or is, is it about four feet high? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It it is the sort of thing that if Again, you I got know. on tiptoes, you could hit the button. Okay, but I can't it, see what I'm hitting. It's sloped, so it would be tricky. Okay. Is there a chair? There, There is not a chair. I'm not worrying about that. I'm just going to go... S- I... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm intelligent. I'm not that wise. Um, I, I am going to... Knowing that between the two of them, they can see what they're doing to push buttons... I am going to go into the room and um, stand right on the edge okay. of one of the trans of the transport. So, so it's area. a lo- it's a large circle. Yeah. So I'm going to stand on the edge of it so that once we figure out, you know, once one of them figures out where we're going, and they say let's get in and go, then I go. Okay. So, um, and that door stays open. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna toss a firebolt back as well. I have a 120 foot range on that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> At the robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 16 hit. That is a hit. You need to go in the tray. <laughs> Woo, nice. 17 damage. MVP of this battle. <laughs> um, it's I love this cantrip. <laughs> still up 
Mm-hmm. Um, you see smoke, and you see that the hip motivator has been sort of thrown out mm-hmm. as it moves. Um, it's not looking great. It's still mobile. It's still making its way, but you've making our way downtown. <laughs> Lily. Um, yeah, uh, Egobot and I are going to, uh, retreat. Okay. Into the transporter room. Okay. Um, are you in the room at this point? Yeah, I'm standing, like, right next to the council. Um, and I am going to, uh, attempt to shut and lock the transporter room door. Okay. Um, let's do attack. Uh, that is a nine. The door closes because of the chaos of the situation. You don't know if it's locked. Okay. Um, yeah, that's my turn. Because I assume that would be uh, more than the free interact with an object action. Yeah, it's a little more involved. Yep. Yeah, uh, that is, um, oh, I'll have, um, Ego dodge as his action. I'll have him stand in front of, on, on our side of the door, in the doorway, and his action will be to dodge. Okay. Ooh, that's a lot of dice. (laughs) I'm nervous. I am very nervous. I don't like that many dice being rolled. That door is about to be busted. (laughs) Well, I hope it's busted shut. (laughs) My concern is that it gets busted inward. (laughs) So the... (coughs) You see the energy that's been firing out of the brain yeah hit the outside of the door and cause the door not to glow like it's being heated but glow as if it's being charged and the door bends inward enough that something could come through not enough to hit anyone okay they say when one door closes, the same one opens. No, nobody says that. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> the, the robot gets up and, and gets to the door and begins to come through, but isn't able to enter the room fully. Okay. So the robot is in the door. Okay. Autumn. Do I activate the thing, or do I fireball the crap out of these things? Because I assume I won't hit people. Because I can fire it outside of the room. Physics. 
I is mean, all I'm gonna say. I would say fire bolt. Yes. If you're going to fire. If you're going to things. fire something, fire bolt. Do or do we just want to get the hell out of? I here? would like to just GTFO. Okay. Uh, we also, I would presume, need to enter in the coordinates to where we are jumping to. Yep. And I don't know how to. <laughs> so do. I'm not good at that kind of thing. All right. Throw fire. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I am going to attempt to firebolt the. Oh wait, no, never mind. I'm going to magic missile because I have one left. Um, what's? Are they both near me? Yeah. So I presume the, just the robot. The robot is right coming in through the door. The jar is maybe ten feet back in the hallway. Okay, I'm just gonna hit this guy. How's he looking? Is he? The robot is pretty solidly damaged, but still up and going. All right, I'm gonna send some solid hits. two of these missiles at him, and one at the brain in the jar. Cool. This is the ones for the robot. Okay. I'll take that. Uh, five, six, seven. Okay. And then for the brain in the jar. He's going to take two. Okay. And then I'm going to move myself into the transporter circle. Okay. Excuse me. Cornflakes. Okay. Um, seeing that you've moved into the transporter thing and didn't immediately like go somewhere um, or start to or you know it's not it's not activated yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to you know step one square in um, and firebolt again at the uh, robot. Okay. Because it seems to work for the most part. <laughs> Twelve to hit? Twelve hits the door. <sighs> it splashes and damages the door, but doesn't hit the robot. Okay. Lily. Um... We need the coordinates. And just looking up uh, just how much I can do with a spell. <clears throat> um, because the, the spell is Technomancy. Okay. It's a cantrip that allows me to remote, basically remotely perform basic operations of a tech device. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to see if it specifies if, like, Entering coordinates in would be a little too much. Uh, um, entering a dozen keystrokes of data, activating an authorized operation, dimming yeah, or highlighting or screen. I would say that that would fit the category. Okay. So in that case, uh, Iglebot and I are going to get up onto the transporter pad, and I'm going to use Technomancy to um, try and enter in coordinates for the cargo bay and then activate the sequence. Okay. Roll wisdom first. Oh, boy. Uh, 11. Okay. Is there a roll or just... No, it's... Um... Use the tech skill remotely, essentially. Basically, okay. It's it's kind of like Mage Hand, or press the digitation. Okay. In just like, you know, I can like open closed doors or push keystrokes or whatever. Okay. But I can't do, 
Like I can't reattach or detach wires and stuff like that. It's yep. all, yeah, electronic functions. Okay. So, um, so you said tech? Yeah. Would it be tech roll? Okay. Uh, that is a 16. Okay. The teleportation circle activates. Mm -hmm. When the... You see the telltale blue flash of being teleported. Mm -hmm. And find yourself in darkness. Uh, we all have dark vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have dark vision, it, but I also pull what out. What do we see? <laughs> it, it, it takes a beat to sort of catch your vision. You are standing on the remains of a teleportation circle. Whatever power it had seems to have cycled out as you teleport into it. Okay. The room is in shambles. Um, the protective wall has been crushed and bent in sections the door at the opposite side of the room, one half seems to be stuck open and the other half is sort of bent at a 50 degree angle into its slot. You see rock coming through the wall behind you. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going to take that book there, and there, put it there, in my there, there is also an alarm sounding on the level. That's high pitched. I can hear that. Really. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna take take my book that I got and put it in my backpack. It has to be safe. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. So, do that. Put that back on. Um. Are we where we needed to be? Uh, there's no power. We need to get out of this room. We need to figure out where we are. I agree. So let's... So to make sure I understand, we have a giant rock coming in to us. Is that... That right? would be the case. Yep. Uh, yeah, we need to uh, get out up yep. here and run. Yep. Oh. Uh, at that point, I'm actually gonna uh, go back. Little help so I can keep up. Sure. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Lily. So, I suppose we should try and bust open the door. Mhm. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Well, isn't okay. the door partly busted open already? It's just the. So, so one door side of the door, it it's open, but it's sort of open at an angle. You couldn't have stepped over it, but now that you're on Igobot, mm -hmm. you can get through it. It's okay. tight, but it's doable. Okay. Can we all get through it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It it requires 
squeezing. A little bit of squeezing through, but yeah. you can get through it. I think we should do that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm gone, baby. <laughs> uh, is it dark on the other side of the door? Uh, on the other side of the door are pulsing red emergency lights. They're pulsing to the rhythm of rhythm the... of the klaxon. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, pull out flashlight. Pull out, pull out Fred. Yep. <clears throat> so, the... You step into a hallway to your right is more of rock. Okay. The air in this section is thin, but breathable. Yeah. You wouldn't want to stay here long. No, we don't want to stay here. We need to keep going. The other end of the hall, you see kind of a fork. Mm -hmm. There is a door, and then there is a... So there's a door at the center, and there are two curving branches. Okay. Left and right. Okay. Um, from what we looked at, for, for, from, from what Lily had looked at on the map, does it look like we need to go through the door, Lily, or do we need to curve around? Um, I'm trying to recall where on the map this would have looked like. <sighs> Basically to find out if we ended up in the space that I... Yeah, did we go where go we to. intended to? I am gonna have you roll... Intelligence? Yes. That yes. is a 23. <laughs> You are not on the correct level. Okay. Yeah, I figured. You remember this level very clearly. Um, you're on deck one. <laughs> Didn't even go anywhere near the place we wanted to go to. So, we've, the, so we're now the, at the top? The door to the center leads to a ramp that heads to the bridge. To the bridge? Either of the Ys will lead around the bridge to connecting rooms and spaces around it and will lead to a um, elevator shaft. Which, if functional, runs the spine of the ship. So, straight ahead goes to the bridge. We're not anywhere near deck 13 through 16. We're on deck 1. What? Uh, left or right will take us to the lift. Let's get in the lift. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, uh, do we know if it's operational? Do we have that knowledge? We do not know if it's operational. But it's worth a try. It's we we are going to need to go somewhere fast. The bridge is not where we want to be. No. Uh, this section uh, is not where we want to be. 
But the information that you need as to what systems are functioning, presuming the bridge is functioning, is accessible. That is, is a good all point. there. That is a good point. Why don't we go on the bridge real quick, see if if it has what we need? Because if it does, then we get what we need. We get the info, and we go. All right. It's not gonna. Um, just in case. Uh, how about you all? Sort of take a few steps back. Yep. Uh, cover your oh, mouths yeah, in case in the bridge case. is decompressed. Don't we have our suits on? I put mine on. <coughs> I haven't been wearing mine. Suits? Oh, I've well, been you... life suits. If you have them. Yeah, I I was assumed no. No. Oh, because I put mine on when we got here. Okay. So. Okay. Autumn's got a suit. Mm. Cornflakes does not have a suit. Lily does not need a suit. Nope. <laughs> Space Leia. <laughs> 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 Alright. Yeah, um, so I will Alex I will exhale as you as you open the door. Um because that's what you have to do. <laughs> and I'm going to attempt to open the door remotely with Technomancy. Okay. So that way we're not like all up in there in case there is a vacuum or yeah. yeah. So I can do it from sixty feet away I'm as, as long as it does not require authorized <laughs> access. But it might. Um, Being the, the you cast the spell and the spell fails. Okay. The the panel resists your attempt to control it in that fashion. Okay. Uh, it looks like it might require some sort of authorized access. I'm going to have to get up in there and try and open it manually. The book. Okay. What about the book? What about the book? Can the book help us open the door? I don't know. I'm. It, we don't have time. But we, no, 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 no. We'll handle that later. We'll handle that um, we need to. We need to. We need to get to the bridge or get out of here. So I'm going to. In, in your mind. In a voice that is unbelievably low and raspy and growly, you hear, Ask me. The book. <laughs> not, you don't not, hear that. They don't hear you don't, it. No, they you don't hear, hear it. So hearing that, I shoot up. And, like, I'm, I'm still on Igobot's back. Like, take off my backpack, like, pull the book out, like... You instinctively know... Yeah? ...that you can cast the spell Augury using this object. The Wahanaha? Augury is... You cast the spell and you ask a question. And I think there's a percentile roll... Aug- that, actually, might... augury is... It's just wheel... We, it, it's wheel, 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 wheel woe, woe or, or wheel and woe. Yeah. I just... I. It might have been in past editions where it still required a percentile. Is it was like a, a 70% chance or whatever. Yeah. Is this something um, on Beyond that I can find? Yes. Potentially, it's, yeah. It's a second level spell. Okay. Uh, augury? Yes. Yeah, A-U-G. 
Uh, okay, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna just uh augury. There we go. Uh but come on. Come on. Um nope, no roll required. <sighs> oh, it's if you keep casting it. That's what it is. So yeah. Uh, um you ask a question. Uh about a, uh, an action that you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. Okay. And it's wheel if it's good, woe if it's bad, wheel and woe if it's good and bad, or nothing if it's not particularly good or bad. Okay. Um, and I can cast it two or more times. Okay, so if, if I cast it two or more times between before completing the next long rest. Okay. Um... It, it becomes an angry eight ball if you bug it too much. Yeah. Uh, um, so question, does it... So this is a mechanical question for Courtney. Um, mechanically speaking, does it add augury to her spell's known list? It does not. Okay. That was gonna, that was gonna be my next question, okay. actually. So I can just do you, it. You may use it to cast the spell without using a spell slot. So it's like instead of gem and laid sticks, rolling dragon bones, or laying out ornate cards, or something like that. This is that divining tool. Yes. Um, but it doesn't require you to spend the spell slot. Yes. Correct. It, um, it inherently allows you to cast the spell. Okay. Interesting. Um, I. And then you'll roll a d6 after you've cast the spell. Okay. Um. Oh no. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the wording on this, and my brain is not working well. So this is going to be fun. Um, the, the answers are vague enough. This isn't. This is. I know. Wish. I know. I know. Because um, <coughs> what's what's the thing we really want to know? Will we die if we go into the bridge? Do we know? Should we go to the bridge? Should, should, well, no. It's about a specific course of action. Should we go to the bridge? Yeah, that's a specific course of action. Okay, yeah, should we go to the bridge? And then a d6? You said? So, the the gem at the center begins to glow with sort of an inner light and you, it begins to fade between red and green, which you know to mean wheel and woe. Okay, it could go, it could be. There, there is good and bad. Okay, there, there's good and bad if we go onto the bridge. Can you? But it's not more. Wait, how do you know that? Just, it's just. Well, what, what if we go to the lift? Now, roll the d6. Three. Um, the light goes, it fades out. And you know you can't use it again until a solar a, cycle. So I take a long rest. Uh, un, until dawn. Okay. Um. In, in this case, a long rest, because you're mid, yeah. midday at this point. Mm-hmm. But for... for values of day and dawn. Right. Yeah. If you wake up and use it immediately, it's a 24-hour cycle. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, if you use it at 4 a.m., you have to wait an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We just, we just, honestly, it's not all bad, so let's, let's just go in and, and try. All right. Well, well, 
stay back just in case the bad, or whatever that means, is decompression. Yep. Um, so I, I've been saying this, just walking toward the, the bridge door. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to um, see if I can sort of hack our way into data. So much data. Uh, modified 20. Woo! All of the data. It is a little bit challenging, um, but with the amount of interfacing that you've done with this particular computer system, you've picked up enough mm -hmm. to be able to figure out how to ape some of the command codes. Uh, and the door accepts the commands to open. Before opening, you receive a notification that <coughs> the door is that everything past the door is completely decompressed. Would you like to continue? Uh, it is vacuum on the other side. I sh I sh I you have that thing, and and do you need one of those? No. I'm gonna stand back. Um. I. I feel like that's the bad of it. Um. 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 Hold on to something. Igobot. <laughs> I think I have a rope. I have a rope, so we could we could tie her down. It's the breathing that I'm worried about. Well, you're going to need to hold on to something, too. I it's got the, a 50-foot rope. <laughs> it's the breathing that I'm worried about. Um. All right, I'm going to attempt to open door, go through door, close door. Okay. And hope it's not anti-magic or dead magic on the other side. Um, <clears throat> I would say that that would be... Roll your data again. Okay. Uh, 22. Using um, a couple quick key commands and codes that you've become familiar with, you can set a timer on the door to open and then reclose with a couple seconds in range so that you're able to open it, step through, and have it close. Okay. Yeah, I, I do so. Okay. Does this leave us behind? Yes, it does. Yeah. <clears throat> Please be careful. There is a rapid, thunderous gusting of wind which immediately and suddenly stops. The air is, it's gotten thinner. Uh, it is now getting uncomfortable mm -hmm. for you to be able to breathe. Mm -hmm. um, you suffer a level of exhaustion. Saw that coming. I just realized I have a life suit <laughs> that I could have, well, <laughs> It would have been comically oversized for cornflakes, but <laughs> I have one medium-sized life suit. Oh, well. 
too bad because I don't make any noise right now. Okay. So you are on the other side of the door. Yep. Um, there is a ramp that leads up to the bridge. <coughs> the grav plating is still functional. So you are able to walk without difficulty. There is no air on the bridge level because the characteristic dome that normally um, encases it encases a human hegemony bleh, um, bridge has been shattered. Once again, you are struck by the lack of crew. However, despite the fact that the bridge is completely open to space, um, all of the systems, for the most part, seem to be functioning. Um, The gunner's consoles are all accessible, although they're coming back with errors. Um, The captain's chair and other systems consoles are all operable. Um, I'm going to uh, go to um, I guess the captain's console would be the best candidate for finding out information. Um, (coughs) To number one, find uh, of course, this is is me, the player, wondering like, why did we want to do this again? Uh, Because we wanted to figure out what what (coughs) systems. Okay. And like, see, like, what it, it, we really wanted to basically know is the elevator, like, is right. the lift working? That one. Yeah. That's that's um, the biggest. Is there one. a transport porter in there? Yeah, it's seeing. <laughs> no, like, I presume we came from the transporter room, that would be for the bridge section. Um. Uh. Yeah, to to look up a diagnostic of systems, um, specifically focusing on the lift. Uh, in this section um, and see exactly um, if it's able to tell me where the damage occurred that is preventing power from running to the transporter room. Um, Let's roll that data again. Okay. (coughs) Um, While she's rolling that, um, I would have cast Cure Wounds on myself in the hallway. Okay. Just knowing that I'm not starting to not feel well. Nice. I, I got full. Nice. So 12. Much. Uh, 14. Much, for much better. Okay. Um, you are very easily able to get the information that you need. Uh, from the checking the consoles and getting the information that you're looking for. Um, The teleport circle was 
damaged in the crash. Um, it's non-functional. Simply not necessarily because there's no power running to it, but because it, it's the, the runes that allow the technical magic to function have been too badly damaged to retain the energy anymore. Okay, so it could it could receive incoming transports, but not correct outgoing transports. Okay, it could receive phone calls. It couldn't make them. Yeah, right. And generally, it was it was taking the energy that the circle that you started at, um, like the energy that it sent when it sent us. Right. It was able to connect to the circle that was there, but it isn't able to generate another circle to send elsewhere. Okay. <clears throat> the lift will get you down to decks 13, 14, and 15. There's no access to 16 from this lift. I mean, that's, um, that's fine. The... There is something wrong with the way the computer system is operating now that you're able to access things from the bridge. It, it's almost as if you're trying to run Windows programs from DOS. Ooh. You're doing it. It's functioning. But the mediator but at what cost? is not functioning. Hmm. Whatever, they, there's a software code element missing. So you can get what you need, and but it it's harder. But you don't really know enough about the system to know anything more than something is wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. And that it, with that check, did it indicate that the lift was operational? Lift is operational. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, try and look up um, if there, if from here in the bridge, there is a manifest of what's in the cargo bay. Okay. Uh, as well as see if there is. A captain's log. Okay. <clears throat> you are able to pull up both items. The information that you get um, is extremely useful, but also somewhat disturbing. The ship, despite the fact that it has a um, Terran registry, is has been doing some sort of contract work. The organization that it is doing the contract work for has been purposefully omitted from any of the logs. 
when the ship was okay let me back it up a little bit the the mission that the ship was on was to transport a collection of restricted items to a laboratory the coordinates of the laboratory have been corrupted in the data The manifest shows a range of restricted items, including a number of inert pieces of Rothian tech. Which we had seen previously. Correct. Uh, in, a, in a previous scan. That there were Rothian artifacts somewhere on the ship. Yes. This includes a number of items that are not normally acquired because based on everything that you know about Rothian technology uh, when it doesn't have access to its power source it degenerates and degrades so trying to capture any of their equipment usually results in bringing back a pile of organic mush with mechanical parts mixed in as the material decomposes. Oh no. <laughs> I think I figured out what their power <coughs> source was. And we might have destroyed a bunch of them. <coughs> the... During the trip, something went wrong with the ship's onboard AI. The last log entry that you have is a frantic report from the second officer who was acting as captain at the time. Mm-hmm. The ship's onboard AI had decoupled. Okay. It had obtained control over some of the Rothian tech. Okay. And was involved in converting members of the crew into power sources. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> oh, boy. Decoupled? Oh boy. Oh dear. I can't talk. It's it's space. <coughs> Just mouthing, oh dear. This is bad. This is really bad. Subtitles underneath. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've got a bad feeling about this. Okay. There, there is... <coughs> She's been gone a long time. I'm starting to get worried. I'm um, so good. Amongst the various pieces of tech... In addition to the Rothian equipment, there is a sort of odd range of other pieces of equipment um, that are on board the ship, the source of which is not entirely clear. Um, 
there is a large number of robots. Um, there was several um, pieces of Lakshayan tech which had been damaged and were in sort of mixed repair. Um, <clears throat> those had been placed in the launch bay because the launch bay was built to be able to handle that sort of thing. Yep. And so uh, that's where that's where Yako ended up. Okay. <laughs> the <laughs> the only other thing that is on the ship that you can't account for is something in that hangar bay. It is large, like ship-sized large, but there is... What it is has been removed from the logs, but removed in a different way. So what you saw in reference to the organization that they seem to be working for is sections that had been redacted, redacted essentially. This, and, and redacted internally. So this information has been removed by someone higher up. The information about what is in the hold was deleted externally. So something not of the ship went in, took that information, and removed it. Um, is it possible that it might have been due to the AI post-decoupling? No, because the signature's different. Okay, all right. Well then. <clears throat> all right. Uh, I've certainly gotten enough information. Uh, That's completely terrifying. Uh, so I'm going to make my way back to the door and um, do similar open-close sequence um, to then get back into the hallway. <coughs> so roll constitution. Yeah, I had a feeling that was coming. Um, 12? <clears throat> the... I don't feel so good. Cycling of the door, um, doesn't remove... Un the air is thin enough already. You really need to get to yeah, we need some better air and soon, or you're going to start feeling worse. Yeah, guys... Ladies, we we need to we need to get moving. To, walk, look, can we walk and talk? Does the elevator work? Yes, the lift works. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, this won't fit very well, but it'll provide you with atmosphere. I'm gonna take my life suit out of my bag of holding. Okay. Uh, and okay. Awkwardly start so getting cord like suited up. So it up. would be like me putting <laughs> on a suit that is made to fit Robins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But I presume they're they're completely enclosed. Like it's it's a spacesuit. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you'll <laughs> just be you'll be writing. a little gnome in a you know with a with floppy arms and feet kind of a thing. So I can cast through this thing. Yes. 
Okay. Um, I will say that you are at disadvantage to do any physical task. Okay. That's that is completely fair. Um does getting fresh air wipe her exhaustion or does the exhaustion remain? The exhaustion remains but will not get worse. Okay. She's gotta well she's gotta recover. Yeah. So you're already at disadvantage on ability checks. I was gonna say I was already at disadvantage on ability checks oh. and so yeah. Uh, so yes. Uh let's walk. Yep. Uh, let's go to the lifts. Lifts are operational. We can get to decks 13, 14, and 15 from there. Okay. Uh, this situation is bad, ladies. Okay. It's very bad. Okay. How um, bad? What's... what's... An, an additional detail. Yes. Um, the... There is a... Sort of a, a welcoming and... Um, a diplomatic receiving area with some resting spaces on deck 13. Okay. The information that you got indicated that it should be a clear area. Okay. Um, and did I hear correctly earlier that there would be an access to the cargo bay from deck 13? Or yes. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, that would make sense um, that we go to deck 13. Yep. Uh, right, let's talk on the way. Yep. Um, so. So what'd you find out? Uh, like, obviously, the fact this, that you could get in there was a good thing. This is but... this is not strictly a freighter for the hegemony. What do you mean? Uh, they're doing, they were doing contract work for somebody. That information was redacted. Uh, transporting, rest, quote, restricted items to some sort of redacted laboratory. Uh, our guess probably would be the Rothian artifacts that we found out before. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Rothian artifacts require a power source, uh, um, or, or they just sort of degenerate into goo. Um, that power source uh, is um, those brains in the jars that we destroyed. Mostly. So it's a good thing that um, we destroyed them. Yes. Uh, as those were members of the crew. What? Uh, they were turned into that by uh, a rogue AI program that sort of decoupled itself from the primary systems and took over the ship. Oh. Um... Okay, um, um, cool, cool, uh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, no, cool. no. You don't even have to try and hide that. No, this is bad. <laughs> you, know, you know what they say. Wherever you go, there you are. And here we are. Also, there I is... I almost want to hit her in the face with Fred. I almost is... want to. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh... So we're going to the hangar. The hangar has a number of Rothian artifacts. Now, whether they turn into goo or something, or we find more of these brains in the jar on the uh, in the hangar, I don't know. Um, powering the, those devices or whatever. Uh, however, there's also something incredibly large, like a, a ship-sized item in the hangar. The information about said item 
has been deleted externally. What do you mean externally? Meaning it was not redacted by someone on the ship, nor was the information purged by the rogue AI. Do you think that we... Do you think we were sit here, sent here intentionally with not all the information we should have had? Oh, 100%. Do you think that it was malicious, though? Yeah. 50%. Like, because that's... That's the question, is because we absolutely did not have this information, but but whether that was we're being tested, the, purposeful. We, we are being tested. Uh, I don't like I the don't like whole Rothian aspect of this. I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. The lift takes you ably and without issue to deck thirteen. Uh, you're able to find the diplomatic quarters easily enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's possible to secure one of them. You're able to take an opportunity to have... They, this sets up the opportunity for a long rest, which we will explore as well as what happened uh, to our our good robotic flyboy during our next session. I would like to thank everyone who has been watching uh, this evening's edition of Apid Adventures Plays Dark Matter. Uh, it's credits time! Woo! Roll the for, credits! For more information on the Dark Matter setting, check out the good folks at magehandpress.com and don't worry if you end up at the middle finger of Vecna because that's them too. This evening's music and sound effects has been brought to you by Tabletop Audio. You can find everything that they do online for free at tabletopaudio.com. For more information on 8-Bit Adventures, the gaming that we do, our main game, Tales of Jamora, as well as the art and podcasting and other crazy things that the 8-Bit crew does, visit 8-BitAdventures.com. And for more information on how to create a crazy program like this in this gorgeous studio, get in touch with Pittsfield Community Television, who we would like to thank for allowing us to use this space. Yeah, woo More information on them can be found at PittsfieldTV.org. So, on behalf of the 8-Bit Adventures Gaming Ensemble... I am Matthew Tucker, your Galaxy Master, saying have a fantastic two weeks, and we will see you here on Twitch and on Access Pittsfield next time. Take care. Bye, everybody. You're listening to the 8-Bit Adventures Network. Get more shows like this at 8bitadventures.com.